This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Like in real life, dog? Yeah. Hey, I don't man. know how many times I watch this shit, dog. Yeah. I watch this shit a lot. Yeah. I um from when I got home from work today till when I just got up here, I've watched this shit three times today. Um, last night I watched it when it aired and then I watched it, it like it, one and a half times. Fam, it was on until like two o'clock in the morning last night. Yeah, that was me. It just came back. On, cause, Cause I was at, I was at Shorty Crib when I watched it and then I went home and had to rewatch it and I was, and then I tried to watch it again, but I fell asleep. I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but like it's that one scene. Yeah. I yeah. watched it. I mean, not even exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Maybe 50 times. Bro. We um and this actually this finna be a lit pod because I got a few other things uh I got some shit for us to address okay you know I I got some people for us to holla at real quick nothing you know nothing too crazy but just a couple people I want to holla at make sure they know that I heard them uh got a nice little juicy uh blackberry letter for okay. us you know so we gonna get in our bag man let's kick this shit off. Lost wedding tears, niggas dead and shit. The fuck else could happen, yo? The fuck else could happen, Thank Frank Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> Andre dead and shit. Seeing all the mail on the rock now. Some niggas know right now. All the mother for real, for real. Leon beefing. That's the truth. Man, boy on my head. I put my lifetime in between the paper's lines. I'm the quiet storm nigga who fight rhyme. P, yeah, you heard of him, but I ain't concerned with them. Nigga, I pop more guns than you holding them. Make my route while the sun's out and scold your men. Unload 10 in broad daylight. Get right, fuck your life. Hop on my 98 dirt bike. You try to stop moms from growing. I make your blood stop flowing. Take affirmative action to any ass if he asking. Now here come the Mac 10. Use a dick blower. Trying to speak the done language. What the drilly with that though? It ain't banging. You hooked on Mar Phonics, infamous Bonics, lying to the pop dog like you got it. You ain't no wildin' out for the night, fist thrower, Rusty Shankola, we lit this shit. It's the real, the real is back. Hip hop, hip hop, podcast, podcast. Yo, the y'all know, uncut. Y'all know who it is, man. Hope y'all niggas OD on this third podcast this week, cause it's never enough. Y'all know what it is. Y'all heard the bottle crack. And we right back, nigga. What up, though? A hearty what up, though, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 61. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Mr. Three Podcast a Week. And I got my nigga in the building with me. Jay, what up, though? What up, though? Jay Johnson. Hey, man. Three times in one week, fam. Fam. Come on, man. Fam. Who giving you content like this? Stop talking to us right now, man. It's the third one, and we finna go extra dumb on this one, bro. Because we got a whole lot to get into, man. This Week in Culture, we review episode 9 of Snowfall on FX. We're going to get into it, but initial reaction. Man, listen. (laughs) About 20% through with the episode, I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, this is going to be like a kind of a filler. Mm -hmm. until Because it didn't like start off... Yeah. Like, oh wow. Yeah. 
But as that shit went through, man, about 17 minutes in. They built this episode real well, bro. Like. They did this one real well, bro. Dog, that's just, this is a really good show, man. Yeah, man. Um, Like, this is a, a really good show. And I've been having conversations with people at work through group text. Yeah. Through Facebook, through all these different type of outlets, man. And, and like, three seasons in, dog, yeah. and this show can hang with all of them, man. I just, so look, all I want, I don't, because we don't know what's going to happen after season four. We know they coming back. Awesome. I'm happy to hear it. But we don't know what the plan was after season four. You know what I'm saying? So all I want is for season four, even with uh, John Singleton's passing, rest in peace to the God. I just want them to be able to stay the course. Because if they can give us another one of these, or another season two, like if they can continue building on the greatness, man. You, you know what's so good. You know what's so good about this show, yeah. Or the the possibilities for this show, yeah. Is that no one said this got to stay in L.A. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It don't even have to stay Mm-mm. with Franklin and them. That's what. So you know what I'm saying. We gonna stop right there because when we get to the part of the of the pod where we start talking about predictions for the finale. Okay. I, I have my thoughts, and you kind of you lead me in that direction right there. So we're going to get to that, man. Uh, before we get to the review, man, big shout-out and salute to all our listeners, man. What up, though? Uh, big Hardy, what up, though, to everybody in our groups, man. Y'all already know. Go join the This Week in Culture Facebook page, This Week in Culture on Instagram, This Week in Culture on uh, Twitter. You can search it. Spelling it straight out, you ain't got to spell it the way that Twitter made us we say it. We kind of active on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I be getting the emails, man. I every day, I because you know I ain't never had no Twitter since '05. I've never had that, so I still be kind of trying to get acclimated to receiving emails saying niggas said something. Shout out to Snowfall liking and retweeting some shit we posted. You know hey, and shout out to Courtney Kemp, man. Courtney, what up, though? We see you in the likes, man. We see you in the likes. We appreciate liking it. The power shit. Um, liking that power shit, man. So shout out to you. I screenshot that and sent it to people. I felt like. Like I was like, oh no, I sent that to several <laughs> folks. Um, niggas was like, Wait, what she do? She said something. I'm like, Nah, nigga, she liked the picture. Like, them, it's chicks I went to school with that I can't get to like a picture. <laughs> Courtney Kemp liked my shit, man. So, shout out to that. And that actually leads me into the first couple people that I want to acknowledge, man. So, I had a few conversations recently, um, and uh, I figured I'll bring it up here to the pod. So, Literally, like, it was in a group chat, but several yeah. people agreed with this. They were like, yo, you know we fucking with the pod. We love the pod. We love the idea. But they was like, y'all be going so hard on power. And then somebody else brought up, y'all be going so hard on Insecure, specifically Issa, mm-hmm. that, like, what if they don't rock with y'all because all y'all do is, like, criticize. Yeah. And I was like, yo... I don't give a fuck, nigga pot voice from Juice, nigga Bishop. I don't give a fuck. And here's why. It's not that I don't give a fuck about their opinion. My response was, fam, Siskel and Ebert ain't, they ain't give everybody two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. They had a show for over two decades every Sunday on CBS, ABC, whatever channel that came on. And they gave their opinion. And it was not a, a dick riding opinion. It wasn't, yo, come up here and tell me why I should love your show. It was fam. I just watched yeah. your movie. Here's how it made me feel. If it was a good movie, I'm going to tell you that. If it was a bad movie to me, I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. But they was respected for their opinions. And they wasn't dick riding. They're like changing it up because they was trying to get accepted. Yeah. So my response to that, and we're going to get Jay response in a minute. But 
if Courtney and somebody at Stars want to fuck with us, if somebody at HBO want to fuck with us, if somebody that we ain't even thought of yet wants to have me and Jay get on these pods and on these airwaves and give our opinion on their show, their movie, their documentary, their uh, comedy special, whatever, we're going to do that and we're going to do it unbiasedly, man. I'm not here to tell you, yo, your shit was great when it wasn't. I'm not yeah. here to tell niggas they was good actors when they not. I'm here to tell you, yo, we fucking with your product just by reviewing it. We clearly entertained by what you do. But if it's something that I feel like could have made that that much better, I ain't never going to not tell you that. So that's my opinion, man. I'm not sitting here worried about, oh, what if I piss off the wrong person and we never get on? Nigga, God got me. I'm good, bro. Two things. All right. One, I had a fire-ass meeting yesterday Mm -hmm. about some shit we Mm -hmm. talking about off air. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, we lit. Yeah. Yeah. We lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas fucking what we do, bro. Uh, like, we we lit lit. Yeah, yeah. More to come sometime yeah, next we, year. Yeah, we'll holler at y'all about that later. Um, See us at the top. Uh, But the other thing is, you know, I was actually having a conversation with somebody this week mm-hmm. about that. But it was kind of on the reverse end. Because it was like, a, like, it's not really, it's not really another podcast. Uh like this so yeah. to speak yeah i mean we got some flavor of the week podcast yeah for sure but like reviewing shit for that the consistently culture. do this yeah. yeah and it was like i wonder if like the writers because like we do be hard on them sometimes mm-hmm. like i wonder if they listen to that and take that shit back to the writing rooms like look because he referenced when i made a i made a, a reference about that uber joke mm-hmm. in the last episode of power how unnecessary it was yeah, yeah. and like i wonder if the writers would like to look at it like we should probably like not do that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Because it can be a tool. Cause like that's distracting. Yeah. For me. You know what I'm saying? We probably look at TV shows and shit a little bit differently. Yeah. But that's a little distracting for me. And what's really bringing, what's really highlighting, um, the differences with power right now. Yeah. Is snowfall. Yeah. Not because yeah. they're the same. It just makes snowfall because of the realism of it. Yeah. It making power kind of look cartoonish. Fam. Fam. And it's nothing perfect. Wrong. And what's so funny, it's like it's nothing wrong with that. That don't mean like Mm-mm. you're bad or whatever. Mm-mm. But when we initially first started watching it, it was so realistic. Yeah. And like, y'all energy was this. Yeah. Y'all energy power had that snowfall energy when they start. If we would have started this podcast season one of power. Them writers would have heard us bigging them up a long time ago, fam. Yeah. That scene where Ghost sat there with uh with Rolla, season one? Man. Come, come on. on come on, dog. I'm your friend. And that's how I'm going to look at Courtney if she ever come at us and say, yo, I like y'all shit, but y'all dogging us too much. No, nah, Courtney, I'm your friend. Listen to me. Don't listen to uh, uh, two-bit brother mm. that you fucking with. Listen to niggas that's been fans of this from day one. And I thought I was tripping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Last week I came back and was like, look, man, maybe I was a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. Randomly uh, talked to my boss today. Didn't yeah. know she didn't know she was a writer. Yeah, didn't know she watched Power. Every single shit that I criticized on there, yeah. she burned that shit up to me, and man. she was angry. It's just the thing. I'm like, so I'm, a, I'm like, so I wasn't tripping. You're not tripping, she, bro. Literally, she was like, how do you have a fight and then you go stand outside for ten minutes? I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, just looking at this normal, Fam. like that's a little wild, fam. But you're you're asking me. Because that fight scene will forever piss me off for this reason. Because this was immediately after Ghost found out Angie got that she died in surgery. Yeah. And you telling me that he went with that energy to go scrap 
And y'all, but by the end of the episode, which yeah. was days later, he sprayed this nigga's car. Wait a minute, bro. One ep- one line that Tommy said last week was, uh, yeah. I thought we was even, but I guess not. Nigga, what? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> Fam, y'all trying to convince me this scrap let niggas like. You killed your dad who was a snitch and about to bring us all down. Fam. Or actually about to bring me down. Yeah. What you two? And you kill my anyway. Whatever, yeah, man. So so to that I, point, I man. You. Yeah. That shit crossed my mind. Though. Yeah. Like, no, I, cro- I think about that. Yo, cause yo, what if we do say something that piss I know like and again, I don't clown Issa Ray. I clown Issa's character on the show. She Facts. just so happened to name Issa Ray I love and think is beautiful. Issa on the show, when she pissed me off, I'm gonna call her Johnny Gill, nigga. Cause she got that fade. I'm gonna call her ready for the world. Cause she got that curl. And that's the energy I be on. And if Issa can't laugh at that, then she not as like cool and funny as I think the real Issa is in my mind man but no man none of these people are above criticism we love these shows we critique them with with the love man and guess what yeah that's what's always gonna happen what's that we always gonna get these jokes off and nigga if i ain't got nothing else i got bars speaking of nigga next topic i'm in my bag right now okay bro. i got that energy man um and i ain't i just start sipping the, the brew so it's gonna be a long night for you niggas had a few more people Tell me I had some people, one dude, uh, one of my guys told me straight up, and then I had some more people. So I hit. know we just got tagged in the Issa Rae post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Like, people was shooting me that too. Um, but I had one of my guys tell me this straight up, and I had some other people tell me this in my uh, in my Instagram DM. They was like, yo, I really like y'all pod. I love what y'all do. Y'all review all my favorite shows. But I can't really listen to that with my kids around, man. Y'all niggas cuss too much. Yeah, <laughs> and yo, I've, I I heard that, yo, and I, you know, um, me and Jane up here to offend nobody. Me and Jane up here to make uh your family time awkward and nothing. We definitely want you to be able to ride in your whip and listen. And if you got your kid with you, I don't want you to have to turn this shit off. But what I say to that is, fuck you and your kids, Aww. nigga. <laughs> Nah, man, a big hearty fuck your kid. I won't go. Um, I won't go. I won't go fuck your kids. No, 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 man. <laughs> most of these niggas, I don't know their kids, so if they don't know we getting these jokes off, then they ain't my real uh, friend. But no, nah, man, um, shit, your kids shouldn't be watching fucking Snowfall, nigga. You want them to be Melody, nigga. You want your kid to be Melody, otherwise you spoiling it. So turn the shit off man, and listen to it at work like a real nigga. That's the double edged sword. Yeah. Because a lot of people listen to podcasts on their commute to work. In the car. And they yeah. usually got the kids in the car or whatever. That's yeah. one of those. It's it's tough. It's hey, a tough no, situation. No, and I and I get that, man. My suggestion, yo, wear the condom, nigga. And then you ain't gotta ride in the or uh don't take care of your kid. Lead up to your baby <laughs> mom, man. That's the thing. Y'all baby moms will raise these niggas regardless. So ride in the car by yourself. You done bought the the scat pack. <laughs> Riding in the scat pack, you ain't got no child seat in there, no way, man. And it ain't safe for your kids. So, but, no, but guess what though? What's that? We we we, we be on hard on these shows. Yeah, facts, like facts. We be having much praise for for fucking snowfall, Fam, though, right? Nah, yo, so this is one thing, and this ain't. It's funny because um, love is we like love we, is. We gave two solid hours of. We did a three. Hour that was about five. three. Yeah, we we broke it up. Yeah, into two parts. But yeah, that was an hour and a half each. Um, And we gave Love Is all the... Pre- and here's the thing. Again, if you've been rocking with us since before we even had this podcast, you know we've been giving Power love. Power used to get hella love when we was doing them Facebook threads. It just so happened that they turned a corner that now 
you know, we they did it when me and Jay got a platform, and now we up here, and it's like, all right, well, now I got bars for you. So, um, but yeah, man, nah, we we love and appreciate all the followers. We love the feedback, so keep giving us that. Everybody you, who think we cuss too much, we sorry, man. We be we be trying, bro. Shit, nigga, be cussing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if anybody ever counted how many times we said pussy that one episode. Oh yeah, my homegirl beat my ass, dog. <laughs> my homegirl Jean and her niece was like, her niece who I don't know, like I met once, but I don't know her personally. She said her niece was like, oh yeah, I figured they was talking about you. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, she was like, I know that you hate that word, and I know that's your friend, so I figured they was talking about you. I said, yep, we out you. But uh, but real life though, um. I, I hear that. Yeah, I, yeah. On, on both ends. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, I, man. We're we're not as ignorant as we might get on these airwaves. Me and Jay take this very seriously, and when we get offline, we really here with these ideas and these these uh, discussions. So we hear y'all. I man. tell you what, though, I'm not gonna stop cussing though. So y'all y'all kids kiss my ass. I, I curse a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it real on all these shows though. Smack the fuck out your kid. I'm man. always keep it real on I, these shows every time, bro. Because Fam, uh, my I'm cable a, bill is a lot. I'll keep it real to myself mm-hmm. on these shows, to what I see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, because I, I had some people uh, tell me we went way too hard on episode one of Power, and they were like, "No, nah, that was good. That was so good." Da, da, da. I was and arguing like, in my group thread about hey. and I'm and like, when "Yo, I, I'm so, like, why? Like, how do we get so?" But again, yeah, I'm the nigga that watch shit. I'm watching the movie. I'm like, yeah. fam, they keep switching the gun that he had. Facts. <laughs> you Facts. know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even the same scope. Like, I be noticing that weird shit in yeah. movies and, and like, whoever I'm with, at the like, they and, be like, Jason. And <laughs> so, you know what, though? That's a great point because, um, like, not that, again, me and Jane up here writing articles about this shit, but we are reviewing this on a long platform and we're doing it consistently. So... We do view a lot of these movies and TV shows with a different lens. And because of that, it's very difficult to come in here and say, oh, that was just pure entertainment. Like, nah, man, like I'm looking at this shit and studying it. I'm writing notes. So when I look back at my notes and they look ridiculous, I'm like, fam, y'all help me help you. You know what I'm saying? But that's just what we want, man. Um, But it's some way more important shit to get to. We ain't going to talk too much about power. We're going to talk about snowfall in a minute. Uh, Let me send a a big salute and prayers up to everybody down in the Bahamas um, affected by Hurricane Dorian. Uh, And on that same note, a giant salute to the uh, Hampton University. You heard what they did? No, I didn't. Hampton University. So let me back up. The University of the Bahamas current president is a former Hampton University administrator. And he and the president of Hampton got together and they worked it out. So any current University of the Bahamas students can enroll this fall semester at Hampton free room and board, free tuition for this semester. And if they would like they can stay at Hampton after this semester. They'll have to pay standard tuition and fees at that point, but they can continue their education free this semester if they got displaced. Wow. That's major, bro. Like Shout out to the HBCUs. That, man, HBCUs doing it major, dog. Um, Speaking of HBCUs, <laughs> I heard, uh, you remember the racist Papa John owner, CEO yeah. nigga that got fired? He donated like a million dollars to a uh, HBCU in Kentucky or something like that. He trying to, well, hey, I, good deeds make you a hey, good person, right? If the NFL can give four hundred k to uh, joints in Chicago, then dog could give a million. I mean, we base we base 
people how good they are based on what they did and their deeds, right? You know what it is. So, yeah, Papa John's I'm founder being, gives I'm a million. I'm being real sarcastic. Yeah, no, the sarcasm's heavy, and if they don't know that, then, hey, that's their fault. Um, two, 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 what else I got in the notes? Russell Westbrook uh, and his foundation is starting an initiative to promote tech job skills for at-risk youth and young adults. The programs will include coding, computer literacy, computer engineering, robotics, 3D printing, drone piloting, and a lot more. Um, and Russell Westbrook owns a Chrysler dealership in L.A. that did nobody know about. It's literally called Russell Westbrook Chrysler Dodge Jeep or whatever. Shout out to him. Though. I mean, that's what they that, that shit sound wild. But yeah. like Buff Whalen Ford fam, uh, James Martin, Chevrolet, Mel Farmer. you know, what I'm saying it's yeah. always they first last name and hey, whatever it is. Got to so. get it in there, man. Uh, so let's get to this uh Blackberry letter real quick so we could jump right into the show. So this Blackberry letter was submitted by one of my good friends in Chicago. Uh, I'm going to give her a hearty what up, though. She know what it is. <clears throat> and, yeah, this the homie. And this was an interesting letter. I appreciate her writing it in. So I've been talking to this guy long distance. Let's just call him Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It ain't my dog. All right, now. Just want you to know, but let's just call him Jay. Actually, I got a black bear letter, by the way. <laughs> oh, we get into that, too. Um, we were making plans to relocate and start a full-blown relationship for a long time. And then he came to visit me a few weeks ago. We spent a few days together, got along great. We had a good time. Probably had sex eight or nine times during that weekend. It was real nice, I got to say. <laughs> when he went home, he kind of switched up on me. He told me that we should continue to date other people and that if I wanted to be intimate with somebody else, I could go ahead because <laughs> of the distance. <laughs> Look, he said he was a little too busy right now to make plans to even visit me in the near future. I was kind of fucked up and told him I didn't have any plans to sleep with anybody else. But if he wants to be friends, just say that and that's fine. Since then, we've still been friends, we've still been cool on social media, and we text occasionally. A couple days ago, I posted on my timeline that I was going on a date, and after the date, I posted how good of a time I had with this new guy. Jay texted me immediately after liking the post and asked why I went on a date with this bum-ass nigga <laughs> and said... Um, he kept referencing my new little boyfriend in quotes and that he wants to see me now in a few weeks. I replied to him that we both agreed to date other people and be friends. And that was literally his choice. So I just want to ask y'all, please chime in. Why is he texting me about my date? If this is what he wanted, <laughs> the spice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you just, <laughs> You want the the long or the short answer first, <laughs> nigga? She want the N or the J answer? <laughs> uh, leave this nigga alone. <laughs> like I be perfectly like leave this nigga alone. He's on bullshit, right? Like oh man, the nigga married, homeless, poor. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is. He ain't like the pussy. Like but, I mean, all right, I'm not gonna even give him. Maybe maybe not, but yeah. eight or nine times, like I'd have tapped out. Like I mean, shit for the weekend. I I, I so, probably wouldn't have sex eight times. I don't know how old dog is, but like. Me between 20 and 29, I had eight or nine time energy in a weekend. But if you liked it, I don't got yeah. eight or nine time energy if I don't like that shit, though. I mean, I hear that. But if he came all the way out there to see you, what else he was going to do, nigga? Uh, once a day. 
I don't like and this shit. <laughs> because I know her and this my friend, I can almost guarantee she don't have a TV. So no. <laughs> <laughs> that eight or nine times was more out yeah. of necessity than anything. Well, but nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> that's wild, bro. So I, 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 I don't have a logical explanation because that that is that is literally like it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't even want to respond to her. The person in this letter I want to talk to is the new nigga. That she went on a date with recently. I hope he listens. I hope that like she reposts our pod and he sees it and he goes to listen. Cause I'm talking directly to you, young brother. Um, nigga, you dead out here. She don't she not fucking with you no more. The minute he texts her and said, Oh, you on a date with a little new little boyfriend or whatever. Who this bum ass nigga? Who who is this bum ass nigga you out on a date with? Your little new little boyfriend. The minute he sent that to her, fam. You was dead out here. So um, I want you to not let go of any of your hoes. <laughs> and I want you to contact each hoe and let them know you are still uh, available to go out on dates. Because she ain't going to fuck with you no more, fam. You done. You done. She was about when, to move. When women that. get this type of attention from the nigga they want who didn't want them. And he finally, fam, that nigga went from, I don't want to see you. If you want to mess with other dudes and fuck them, you can. To Ain't who, no problem. To who is this bum ass nigga? To who nigga? is this bum ass nigga? And I want to see you in a couple weeks. And let's be fam. real. But let's be real. Yeah. You posted that you went on a date and had a good time for a very specific reason. So here's, again, something else I know. This one of my actual friends um, who I know in real life, not just off the gram. That and I didn't see the post when she posted it, but when she sent me this text, yeah, <laughs> I went to her page and I was like, "Fam, that's not even you. That ain't her style." Like to to get on the, the internet and post her her page is about because she a teacher. It's about her students and about her kid. That's it. Her son and her students. Seeing something about a date threw me off, and I was like, "Damn, you really like that she, was the bait." Yeah, it so. Worked. It worked, and that's why I'm telling Young Dog, you ain't you ain't gonna get there, bro. Like, save your money. Don't hit her with a second date or a third. If you haven't already, you might already be out here swimming and treading water, but you're drowning, bro. You're drowning. You are not alive. She did that to get attention from a nigga who ain't you, and she got it. And now he finna Mission come. And Dog could fuck nine nah. times in three days. So. I don't know what your energy levels are, but if you anything like me, you are losing, nigga. You will not win this battle. That nigga is coming through with the joints, and you are, nigga, my back hurts right now, sitting straight up. I'm sitting down, and my back hurt. Well, it's so funny. When he was reading that and shit, yeah. he was like, we probably had... We probably had sex. I was, and before you got yeah. today, I'm thinking like probably had sex. Like, did y'all do yeah. it or not? Nah, but they, I did, yeah, like, pro- they probably did about eight, nine times, bro. You could be pregnant. Oh, that'll be spicy. Mm. I don't want. I don't want to throw that on. You. Yeah, no, nah, it's fucked up. Her, Eight or nine times, I'm not pulling out all of them. Her first baby daddy <laughs> wasn't the greatest niggas, and this right. new nigga doesn't sound like uh got a new, got a new little brother coming. <laughs> <laughs> new nigga sounds like he might be an issue. So anyway, man, I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't have eight or nine condoms, so <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I don't even. I don't buy boxes that big. Like no, nah, no, we getting a solid three pack. And I'm looking at you funny when I pull the three pack out because I really don't want to use it. Right. So like, yeah. I'm looking at you. You looking at me, nigga. We on that uh, Diddy show, that little meme with him and my nigga Elijah. You like, ever see that whole thing? Yeah. So I, I recently just found that shit. I, I know, know the dude. I didn't know he was from Elijah. Yeah, I went to school with him. Um, and that's my guy. 
when I used to live in Atlanta, he used to like hit me at like 1 a.m. like, Whoa. yo, bro, we having a studio session. I'm like, fam, I'm not coming to the studio at 1 o'clock in the morning with a bunch of guys with blonde hair. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, nigga. And the trippiest part, when he would do it, I'm like, nigga, I thought you still lived in Detroit. Like, it's a <laughs> lot of happening here, nigga. Then he'll switch it like, well, go buy my CD. It's in Target right now. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. nigga, illegal downloads only. But, uh... Yeah, that's how. Um, like in real life, um, hey, you, you you should probably leave dude alone though. Don't mess with dude, but also the new cat. He sounded like y'all had a good time. Don't mess that up. Like if you're if you're not gonna Cause I move forward you. with him, don't ruin him. Issa, don't Daniel this nigga, fam. Cause yo, if y'all listen to this podcast last summer, y'all know for a fact me and Jay hate Daniel with a passion. But if they bring Daniel back and he a raw ass nigga like I want him to be, he could like redeem himself, dog. Um, yeah, don't Daniel him. Don't hit him with some, oh, you was an itch I wanted to scratch. And now y'all went on that date and it was good. And now your new nigga. Or that nigga Daniel Jew. <laughs> well, yeah, he well, did he scratch her. He he eats at her. She Daniel. She Daniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh man. Damn, Back up in Daniel? here with the white condoms, nigga. Uh <laughs> Yeah, man. I just Back out of the gin with the blackberry lettuce. Like, dog. No, nah, real shit. But um, don't don't hurt yourself. Like I get it. You was dating this dude and then all of a sudden he kind of flipped it on you and, and he changed his work. So how does the long distance game work that I wanna via the conversation, we moving. So, look, I'm going to say this as somebody who has probably partaken, partook, part, pardoned. I've been involved in a lot of long distance situations, whether I was in the relationship officially or whether we were just really dating and and talking every day. Um, Given my experience, I know for a fact it really don't take that much for me to be turned off. Like for me to be like, you know, I can't do this like. I can, we can go, we could have eight, nine times of sex and all that, like bust all them rounds open. But I could get back home and you might do some weird shit or some shady shit or something that just look funny. And it's like because of the energy that goes into long distance, I might be like, you know what, man, I ain't, I'm not doing that with you, dog. And yeah. it might be that quick. It's unfortunate, but it might be that quick, man. Uh, but shout out to everybody I stopped fucking with. Y'all was cool. <laughs> um, you know, y'all just wasn't, uh, y'all wasn't that, man. But, you know, hopefully y'all uh, get that bullshit pussy to the next nigga. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, I hope we helped the homie out. Um, stop fucking with that nigga. Stop fucking with, with the old dude. And, again, don't ruin this new nigga, man. He sound like a good dude. Or unless you just want a, a dog, another dog-ass weekend. Yeah. Because you can have another dog-ass weekend, but, like, you already know what time it is. Or, or if you're not about that dog ass weekend life and you just don't know what you, well, maybe you did something over that weekend that, that just didn't sit well with that nigga. Coochie, nah, Coochie couldn't stay, not eight, nine times. Like something went on for him to be wanting to do yeah. all that. And then was like, yeah, yeah cause you got it eight, nine times. Like at one point, like you held her. Yeah. Like you ain't fucking eight nine times and it's all like raw all porn sex. Put yeah, the, put the drawers right right after. Yeah, no nigga. At like one of them, y'all like held each other and start talking about y'all dreams and shit. Yeah, man. Like, oh man, I wanted to be a writer. Uh, yeah. Then she was like, oh, I wanted to open a shoe teak. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, I would I would have had did that with you. Oh man, like I would have been your cashier. Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, quit fucking with this fucking meme that I posted last week. He had a nigga laying Man. down 
on the construction site. He was like, <laughs> nigga was like, shit, me building all these houses got a nigga thinking about building the future with you. Shit. <laughs> like, oh, man. My favorite meme last week that I posted <laughs> was. <laughs> Was the nigga, the Popeye's employee laying on the counter? That was in. my favorite shit. That nigga Make said, like, what? what you would have had did if I gave you two sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> fucking classic, man. Dog. So, yeah, man. Quit fucking with, really quit fucking with both of them niggas right now. Clear your head. Um, Clean your pussy out. Uh, and let lead that eight because I feel like you might be sprung off that eight or nine times. It's easy to get a chick dick sprung. You, you thought you was in love. Yeah, man. No, nah, if. Fam, if I hit eight or nine times in three days, you are in love, nigga. Because the fact the joint got up that many times, yeah. I guarantee I was like, in my I, I bag. Was, so I, like, I was still interested to have sex with yeah, you. Fam. Because like the, the <laughs> listen, I fam. Know, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but like yeah. the moment the nut is over, like, Ooh, the, first, like the level of clarity, nigga, like I'm a monk. Like you could be wanting to get this person home and do all this extra shit, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Like the moment that first nut leave, Man. like this shit ain't really special to me no more. Man. Like yes, the ass look good, everything Man. look good. I don't care no more. That's why back in my single days, I always jacked off before I replied to a text. It definitely means like it's a difference. like that Friday and Saturday little uh, like barrage of text messages that you get around eight nine p.m. Go. Jerk one out real quick, bro. Like, that's a lesson from me to all my male listeners who are still single. If you got a wife like me, don't do that. Um, Don't jack off for you see a girl, then she <laughs> think you been fucking. <laughs> like, hold on, nigga. I was like, no, nah, fam. I had, uh, I drank a smoothie earlier. <laughs> made my blood thick. Um, But yeah, man, it, once you get that nut, that level of clarity is so real. Even if it's not somebody that you don't want to deal with, Bernard, but like that shit look all tantalizing. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I could just stop caring Damn. again. Like that nut has <laughs> made me stop. Like I, I've been about to go commit crimes and then was like, you know what, man? Let me see if I still want to do this when I jack off, bro. Like, <laughs> like do I still feel this broke uh, when man. I get this nut, bro? If not, I'm going to rob this nigga, bro. But um, yeah, man, Uh, thank you for writing in. Please continue sending y'all blackberry letters i've had several people write me on like you literally wrote me a dm and said i want to send y'all a letter but I, I don't know how to do it anonymously anonymously and i'm like uh just send it i'm never saying your name like i'm i can what? read anonymously fam fuck it i'll go make a uh this it do we got a this week in culture email somebody told me make a gmail i could put that up tomorrow i have yeah. nothing to do at work tomorrow my last day at my job so um yeah and then send it to the this week in yeah culture, uh, yeah I, I i shoot y'all the email but here's the thing and i'm telling you niggas this right now so y'all can remember that i said it don't have me go create this email and y'all niggas don't write me no letters bro because at this point i may expect three thousand letters bro Listen, like I need them. We had kind of touched on this last week, mm-hmm. and how like sometimes people be a little aggressive, a little yeah. weird, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like stalker alert. I've been dealing with a little bit of something. Same one. Yeah, fam. She out of control, bro. More voicemails. Oh my god. Yeah. What's she on? I don't know, man. But that's gonna be a blackberry letter. Oh yeah, Jay finna write me a blackberry. <laughs> he literally gonna text me a blackberry letter, and he gonna hashtag it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. All right, man. man let's get in this, this snowfall. Let's shit, get into bro. this snowfall bag. So, um, for those of y'all who have not watched episode nine of Snowfall, I need you to cut the pod off right here. This is your spoiler warning. You got 35 minutes. Y'all got 35 minutes of awesomeness. Um, But from here on, we about to spoil everything. 
Nigga, that was a doozy, boy. Man. That was an episode. It was. So, hold up. Time, rewind. Y'all, just episode eight, the last two weeks in a row, at 11.02, Jay has texted me one word. Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. And I have texted him back. Bruh. <laughs> dog. Yesterday was crazy, dog. My mom texts me, oh my God. She's she found every oh my god gift that pops up in your iPhone what's and so, sent me all of them. What's so crazy is like at the end of the episode, while that shit was happening, mm-hmm. I was silent. I wasn't I wasn't the wow yeah, yeah. like I was last week. Yeah. I was just silent. And it was like it was still impactful, but it was a silent. I was like, Yep. And you know what I love though? You know what I love? I love that they predicted that because there was nothing playing at the end. The credits, they rolled them credits in complete silence. Silence. And it was, the whole house was silent. And, and he I, Shorty was sitting too. there like, I, then I watched it today with my pops. Me and pops were sitting there like, fam. Because we, really, like we really weren't expecting that shit, right? Fam. At all. Three? At all. Three. Fam. All right. All right, let's, let's, let's let's just let's start from the beginning, bro. Yeah, let's go. So, all right, man, going back to last week's episode, y'all already know what happened. Franklin shot Andre dead in the temple, set it up, made it look like the suicide. But we knew there would be some repercussions from that. We knew there would be some uh, some follow up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we find out that Mel did discover her dad, and she called the police. And that's where we start this episode in two places. The first place is in the valley. In Chicago, Franklin is at, and not in Chicago, in California. Pardon <laughs> I say, wow, me. yeah, no, 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 that nigga went too far. Um, no, Franklin's in the valley at the white dude crib. Rob, did they ever explain who Rob was? That Rob white was dude? his friend from school. Um, he was in season one, right? Yeah, yeah, I, dad, I vaguely remember him. His dad, he sold drugs. He, yeah, he, he actually yep. got him in the game, and yep. his dad was the porn star. Yeah, okay, or I do. Porn. Yeah. Director. director yeah okay okay i remember that so um franklin's at rob's crib up in the valley big nice house on the top of the hill um franklin chilling outside the pool it's a heat wave yo so real quick i did connect this i thought it was an homage to uh to spike lee having this heat wave it, granted spike had it in brooklyn but i just kind of when when shit was going down it was a yeah. heat wave you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying shout out to do the right thing i thought that uh shit john singleton and, and on the radio yeah 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 like the that. radio all of that i i thought spike was very like intricately placed in this episode um and again i could be wrong i wish john was here to tell us but i definitely thought that i saw shades of that because that's one of his idols that's one of his mentors um so franklin's chilling but he's sweating and this ain't a heat wave sweat. That nigga's sweating bullets right now because he's nervous, bro. Franklin, for the first time in this entire series, we see this nigga completely rattled, bro. He is really rattled. He he's is trying com- to hold it together. <laughs> he can't. He looked like one of that, you know that the little meme with the face, the, the fucked up face, but the face mask behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what he looked like. Franklin behind the mask is crazy right now. And uh we we they kind of juxtapose Franklin over here in the valley with Andre's house and the scene that's happening over there. Melody sitting on the bed, police roaming all around the house, all around the outside of the crib. Melody sitting in her room on the bed. And then uh, Andre's partner, the white cat, um, he comes in there to get Melody out of the house because he, he like, yo, come with me. 
what can I do? But then she had to walk past her dad's body. Yeah. And uh, he drags her by the body in, and we know we in for an episode. Because we knew this from the preview for this week, that it was like this was going to happen, but it was like, where the hell is this going? And yeah. boy, this shit went. So then they showing uh, Franklin facing the water, trying to do his reflection. And then him and Rob is going over the plan. Yep. Because Franklin, he's still on his shit, though. Yeah. He, he Even though he rattled, he's still trying to pull everything together. Trying. Going over his alibi step by step. Nigga, you got this, you got this, you got this. Yeah. And they got everything tight. Um, And then he... he and I love the plan. Like, Rob's like, yo, nigga, we was watching this. I made a pizza. I burned it. Like, I, they was in there detail because for detail. Because it, it got to be them... Yeah. How do you know it was such a because the damn yeah. the garbage trucks? Yeah. Oh, that's how I knew I, I got up at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. Very specific I loved details it. that I come loved out. it. And he white, so they gonna believe him. Hey, if Rob say it happened, it happened, dog. Yeah. And um, with them setting up the plan, Franklin's got to tell the squad, right? Yeah, we got so he, he went directly to uh to the crib. I mean, yeah. Not to the crib, to the spot. Yeah. Andre didn't went and shot himself in the head. <laughs> like what, nigga? How you know that nigga Jerome was like, uh, how you know that? And that nigga was and he like, he really looked like, how you know this? Nigga? Yeah. And Franklin's answer was somewhat legit. Hey, my parents told me said the cops is all over the place, so I feel like we gotta lay low. Here was my issue. That nigga said, let's lay low. He was like, let's go up to Rob Crib in the Valley. He got plenty room, big ass house. We go up there, we chill for a few days till all this blow over, and then we come back. My issue with Franklin saying, let's say low, is the next scene, this nigga pulling up in front of me. Like, he on the block. And <laughs> I was like, Franklin, don't. Like, go lay low, bro. They were not after you. Like, you went when the cops still outside. Uncle on the right thing. He said, basically, he said, look, I got the lawyers ready if they do swoop y'all niggas up. Yeah. He's like, what if, they said, what if that ain't the plan? You, you know they just fucked me up, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so. like Unc shook. He got PTSD from this shit. Um, and so does Auntie. Cause when they uh they go to Rob Crib and Auntie's like, yo, do you blame you called this shit first of all? Also, I, uh, something I did notice. What's that? Uh, as I was watching season two, uh, episode from season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Mel's last name? I feel like it's like Wall or something. It's something like anyway. Was that name right? Was it Andre Wright? Shout out to Doctor Dre. Could be right. Mm. Any in any event, yeah. Franklin used to call him Mr. Whatever his last name is. Yeah. And then he corrected him and was like, no, it's Sergeant whatever his last name is. Mm. This one when Franklin was just getting into the game. Yeah. And um, so clearly as Franklin got into the game and things changed row reverse, he went from Mr. Whatever their last name is to Andre. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there was this a shuttle, a subtle shift in perspective and like i'm an adult now i'm not addressing you as mr or sir nigga you andre okay you know so it yeah kind of changed the uh and he looked like he looked he looked like a kid still yeah and um i'm like i'm not i'm not a boy no more you know what i'm saying so i don't know if it if that change stopped when they got in the car together yeah and that's when it changed but it is a subtle i like I, i like how the writers put that in because if you didn't you, I didn't notice it till I went back and listened. Yeah, and watched the old episode. And yeah, he was calling him Mister. Damn, I didn't know that. So it used to be a level of respect there. Yeah, it used to be sure. okay. 
I just pulled up Melody on uh, Wikipedia real quick to see if I could find her last name, Rain Edwards, um, the actress, but it just says Melody. So interesting. I mean, all right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. They didn't like, say his name. Oh, damn. I'm on IMDb. Same thing. Melody. Andre Wright. I knew right. it was right. So, yeah, got to be Mr. Wright. Yep. He was like Sergeant Wright to you. Mm. See, no. Shit different now. Now he got to flex some power. because You straight up puss, Andre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so after the cops, uh, well, while the cops are there, uh, Melody's homegirl, her best friend, she comes over. Her mom brought her over there. And it was a, it was a quick, subtle scene, but it kind of led to something else to happen later in the episode. She comes over there. Melody is out in the front lawn crying. She messed up. She run up to her homegirl. While that's happening, Franklin pull up. Franklin pull up on the scene. I, again, I don't know why you would say, yo, we need to lay low and immediately go home. Um, That just don't feel like the smartest move while the cops are there. But you got to. You got to show face and kind of make it look normal, I guess. Show, this show, your, your ex-girlfriend, so to speak. Yeah. But see, that just, was the thing. He ain't go to her. He went to his mom's. Well, they next door to each other. Yeah. Well, but he, did, he didn't even, he, while he was walking up to the scene, the, the cop, the cop came. Him. Yeah, Andre partner. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you got to show up though, right? Yeah. yeah. Because this show, if you innocent. Same way he came to the funeral. Yeah. If you innocent, Ghost, your Tommy. girl dad is dead. You don't really mm. know. You got to come see about her. Right, and Facts. if you want to look like you didn't do it, so he got Facts. to he got yeah. to do something. Yeah, so he took a shower first, though, fam. Yeah, because you're sweating bullets in his polo shirt. So he pulled up, he gets out the car, and as he's making his way toward Andre's house, uh, Andre's partner, the white cat, pulls up or walks up on him, and he like he just kind of grimming him, like he knows something. Frankly, you had something to do with this shit, and uh, as soon as he get there. Flicked a cigarette on him too. Mama come out the house. Mom came out immediately. I, she, I wasn't expecting her to come out the house that fast. The only reason I, well, yeah, maybe not that fast, but I knew she was coming out because they showed it in the preview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she popped out immediately, like she was looking out the window, and she saw this happen. So the Franklin? cop, the cop flicked a cigarette on him, and he was like, "Your mama's calling." You know what I'm saying? And Franklin just kind of did his Franklin look. You don't know what he's thinking, but we know Franklin's scared to death right now. So I don't know if y'all realize this. But this is it, it stood out to me, and I know the writers did this for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franklin is always sharp. Facts. To the T. Yeah. He was sweaty this entire episode. Yep. Like, he literally had sweat on his back, the little triangle on his back. Yeah. Around the, the, around the, the sternum corner, and everything the, like yep, that. All of that. He's never this dirty. Never. Yeah. So, like, I guess they're trying to show you that he's not in control or he he's freaking out. Yeah. But like you got to think, like, fam, you are never this dirty. You yeah. always clean cut. And something happened and you show up on he was sweaty the entire episode. Yeah. Like the whole time. So like I think the the writers were trying to illustrate something in that. It yeah. was I don't, that wasn't just happenstance, because you know you gotta hair makeup put you you put that sweat on you for a reason. There's a reason they're trying to say, now I don't know what they foreshadowing with that. Yeah. But but it's something there, dog. And uh, Franklin, again, he just, as the episode progresses, you see him become more and more unraveled. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cops, when they when they clean up the scene and they do all that, they get all their evidence. The detectives was there, too. They go to the bar. 
same little cop bar where Andre had his celebration where he met an old girl that took his gun and his and his badge. And uh But before before this, what happened? Franklin goes in and talks to his parents. Oh yes, yo, pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. Franklin went in there to holler at his parents. That's why he came over to go talk to his parents. He goes in there and he grabs a Coke out the refrigerator. And he's talking to them and he's nervous. You see, he's shaking, he's still sweating. And his parents is like, Where you been at, nigga? Where you been? He like, Oh yeah, I was I was at Rob's. And they like his father? Yeah. Yeah, they was like, he was at his father's house. His father lived around the corner. And he was like, Nah. Rod got his own spot. Rod got his own spot in the valley. And his dad looked at him. He gave him I ain't seen his daddy look like that since paid him full, nigga. He looked at that nigga real Calvin y and was like, Oh, okay, that's what's up, nigga. You, I know you're lying to me right now. And he like, Yeah, man. Also, like uh I think we should uh we should probably lay low. Yeah, he like, yo, y'all should go stay in one of the apartments. Like the little the cribs they bought. And his mama like, why the fuck do we do that? And his dad like, mm, yeah, nigga, we straight. Cause the police was over there looking for him. Yeah. So he like, it's hot. Y'all already know. Like, we just go lay low for a few days. And his daddy, again, on his Black Panther shit, he like, nah, we more than prepared to deal with the police. Like, we're fine, nigga. We ain't worried about the police. And he like, uh, all right, um, let me just be out. So but when he dipped, he had just opened the Coke. He literally had just taken the top off that Coke. And he sat that bitch on the table and he walked right out. And he asked him, I'm like, because she looking at the nigga like, yeah. he like, you okay? Yeah. Which I, which I thought was cool. See, Franklin is doing the right things, right? Mm-hmm. He got a, a like an outline. Are these the things I should do mm-hmm. to look normal? I need to pull up over here. Uh, I need to get out. need to talk. I go to talk to my mom. I need to grab a grab a drink out the out the refrigerator so I can look normal. Mm-hmm. But you're not you you you're going by the motions, but you're not doing it actually. Yeah. Like you're not actually like you 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 hitting you doing things on a checklist, but you're you you don't recognize that you're you're making mistakes. Yeah. That. And um I I thought it was a dope shot. So when he when he says like, no, I'm straight, I'm alright, I'm alright, and he walks out and he left that coke on the table. They let his parents stare at that Coke bottle for like five seconds. Like they really was looking at him crazy. Like that was the moment they knew officially you killed that nigga or you had something to do with it. Why you think he lied to the fam? Not his mom and dad, but like to like um, to the crew, to the crew. Um, Because I'd have been like, look, the nigga. Well, I know why he lied. Why you think? Because then he had to tell him why he did it. Yeah. And then they don't know about only person. And he told Leon. That he was going to tell him and the rest of the crew what was really going on with Reed Thompson. Because now you putting everybody in danger. Yeah. So now yeah. you didn't kill the fucking cop. Yeah. Because uh, you didn't you kill the cop. So now the crew yeah. is on the hook for killing the cop. Yeah. And again, like we talked about on uh, on he real ghost, Facebook. He real ghost right now. This is sloppy. This is sloppy from Frank. You're lying to people. You not telling them they're in grave danger, Jamie, fam, Saint Patrick, Saint Patrick. Ooh, is Franklin Ghost Daddy? That's that's bars right there. Franklin Ghost Daddy, nigga. Franklin James Saint Patrick, (laughs) nigga. Feel like James Franklin is somebody, nigga. Reverse it. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I I think the the reason he lied to the crew, I agree with you. Same reason I think he lied to his parents. He don't even want to tell his daddy you were right about this nigga Reed Thompson, like. Because right now, Franklin don't even know that Reed ain't the reason all this got leaked. Like, Franklin knows nothing, dog. And um, he can't. Now you can't admit it because you also don't have answers. Like, beyond, yo, he found out some stuff he ain't need to find out. We're in way over our head. Well, and, they know that part, though. Yeah, but they don't know that Andre knew and that that's why Franklin no, killed him. No, they do. Yeah. They know Andre know. Well, his oh, because I remember he told his parents. Like, so Did he, was the crew over there, or was it just his dad? I remember his dad being there. That was dad and auntie. Dad and auntie was there. She okay. was like, so he got pictures of you and all yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. and two hundred thousand, yeah. two hundred keys. Like you yeah. got pictures of kids. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, dad know, but and dad been the one telling him like, so, don't mess with, with. So mom know if dad know, but Leon don't know and Jerome don't know. And Jerome right. would be pissed because Jerome said we need to stop for a minute. Jerome told you four episodes ago when Get he shit out my, my spot. Fam, I don't want to do none of this right now. I just want my store to be successful. Who ain't shopping at Jam and Jerome's yet for their systems? Cause I ain't heard Leon in the car banging his shit since he got his system in, but whatever. So um speaking of Teddy though, or or Reed Thompson. So we get a, a quick little scene with him and the wife. Um he come in the building. She already there. And this is when you know women are in the wrong when they start talking. When they hit you with a look. She hit him with that side like, okay, look, I just wanted to say this before you even say anything. And she was like, I still want us to have a life. I still want us. She was like, I know you probably won't talk to me if it's not about Paul, they son. She like, I still feel like we can figure this out. We can make this work. We can get out of this together. And then they could read, say, um, yeah, why don't you leave your key over there on the table for me if you don't if you don't mind. Just put that key down right there. Thank you. Like, if if you got some of my Coke, like I need you to put my Coke back on the table right Thanks. now. Sit that over there before you leave. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, she trying to salvage their relationship. After ruining his operation. Nigga, you almost got me chopped the fuck up. You almost got me chopped the fuck up. You put every single person of importance in my crew in danger. You a traitor. Saboteur. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's uh, you are a traitor, nigga. Like, with a big T.O.R. on the end of that moment. And come to find out, nigga, you traded on everybody. Fam. Because you really lying to everybody. You lied to me. You lied to the people you work with. You lied to DEA. You told them that you wanted to take over. No, nigga, you tried to destroy yeah, this shit. Yeah, literally. And you just admitted it. And I, oh, man. So Teddy told her, yo, leave your key. Um, God bless you. You know, that pussy was cool. Uh, when this operation over, like, me, you, and Paul, we done. I, I, ain't, I ain't raising him. Like, Paul done. That's fucked up when you got a dead Paul, nigga. And like Paul dead. I thought you. he about to say fuck that kid or some shit. I really did think he was gonna like, get in my bag. <laughs> I, I really, he just had a this, this this look to him. Did you notice that Franklin walks with his arms completely straight? Did you notice how much Teddy looked like Aaron Rodgers? Yes, fam. <laughs> like that shit bothers me. I I haven't noticed. Franklin got some long arms. I did notice and that. When he, like when he walks in the house, like, yeah. They just be hanging completely straight. And he just like they, they like they, they they limp and he walks in. Like I don't know what they trying to show with yeah. that, but like he does that shit all the time. Man. He just and he walks really slow and his Y'all arms gotta don't see move. This shit in the, studio, <laughs> the visual is so much funnier. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then uh, the cops stay at the bar. 
So they're at the bar, and they're making some interesting, outside of Andre's partner, the rest of them are making some interesting statements. One of them goes, yo, cops commit suicide more than anybody. Like that's, right. that's And that's, right that's a fact, and that's been a fact for a lot of years. A sad one. Um, they also go. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of shit they've been hiding. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. A lot of shit that they, they can't deal with. Yeah, All they, that racist shit that they see. They hide and, a lot and, of shit. And let go past. They also get involved with a lot of niggas they shouldn't get involved. Like, you'll do, you'll do a favor for a nigga one time, and now he got you. A nigga I went to school with yeah. uh, who ultimately ended up arresting my brother and putting him in prison. Wow. Uh, weird turn of events. Yeah. Uh, ended up shooting himself in the head in front of his parents' crib. Wow. Um, because he was about to get indicted because they was robbing drug dealers and selling the drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. So this was about, about about two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. And uh, he committed suicide yeah. because he wasn't ready to go to prison yeah. and couldn't like face all the shit that was yeah. going to happen. Like it was a whole crew of them niggas. And, and that's with, with police officers, bro, and, and police suicide there are so many different angles for the level of depression that they reach. Um, some of it is fear, fear of nefarious activity, fear of now I'm caught or I'm going to be caught, and it's no way out for me other than suicide. Narcotics cop can't go to prison. Man, no. you going to, <laughs> fam, you're dead the minute you walk in them gates, bro. Like, that's just a fact. Um, then you also, with a lot of them, a lot of them just get PTSD from the shit they see. They might not even be doing shit, but fam, you see enough dead bodies or you see enough white people fuck up black people and never say something. Yeah. It's hard for you to, hey, to if deal your, with that. If you the the rookie cop and your 25-year partner did some shit to a black kid and you can't really say nothing because now the other part of that suicide. Live with that guilt. Live with that guilt or tell on your partner and now the whole force on you. So now it's, oh man, suicide is big among police. And, and Listen, I'm a, <laughs> this is just me. Yeah. Uh oh, I'm not gonna shoot myself. God damn it, man! Uh, if you niggas got a problem with me, my gun work just like y'all shit work. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to be, I'm so scared of y'all niggas. I'm gonna kill my own damn self. Yeah, man, fuck y'all. So uh, one of the cops makes that observation. Another one says, you "No, know he was fucking with that hooker." Man, you know <laughs> that hooker shit had him messed up. And then the other one, like one of them replied, "Like man, he said she wasn't a hooker." Well, his daughter and, a base head, so. It, and that fam, they was giving legit. And then one of them was like, "Yeah, and I mean, you know, he was in Nam, bro. These is all legit." That's what reasons. we were talking about last week, fam. Like, nigga, it looked like a suicide. This, this is if if anybody has been through enough in their current lives for a suicide to be believable, it's Andre. On top of that CIA shit, like nigga, if it wasn't, a C- and that's the part y'all don't know. Y'all don't know that he found out that the CIA. Is literally funding a war through drugs right now. Let Teddy would have found out. Ooh. That nigga being a in a fucking chemical uh, bath. F- fam, right now. fam, you will be uh, a water and lie, nigga. Why don't you think? Well, because Franklin want to seem like he in control. I'd have told Reed. Like, look, yeah. man, this nigga know too much. Get rid of him. Yeah. Um. But then while the I'm ho- out with Mel, the whole time they were having that convo. Andre's partner ain't had nothing to say. He just sitting there staring with his drink. One of the niggas did say, but look, let that motherfucking examine. Oh, then he was oh, like. Oh, no, no. They was like, he was said like, a lot about that Franklin kid. Then he was like, hold on. They said that nigga doing a million a week on the street. Yeah. This and that nigga kid? said a million a week? This kid? Nah. 
He said, let let that report come back and it's some some funny business. Yeah. We 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 tearing all that shit up. We're gonna have to talk. Um all I know is that nigga partner looked up to something. And we saw in the preview that he yes. was gonna get into something. But he looked up to something. He's so stewing. He's stewing. He's st- it's burning in that nigga's soul right now he went in the minute they said franklin like his stew went from like hot to boiling like you could see it on his face and then the lights went out because that heat that heat wave is still I, I feel like that's a major part in what's happening right now just like you know the it's it's again they paying homage to spike is that why like. he's so sweaty potentially but that's the thing we don't home. know why anybody's sweating because all of them have reason to be boiling mad or afraid nigga. <laughs> so it's i think it's just a crazy like back and forth like you the I, only nigga sweating though yeah so like because he hot nigga <laughs> he hot he ready to get on franklin head so uh melody at her homegirl crib her best friend her and her mom came over there to pick her up and uh it's the next morning her best friend in the kitchen with her mom, mom whipping breakfast. She like, yo, is Melody up? She like, nah, she getting some rest. Let her rest. I thought mom was a little aggressive right here. Cause let that girl she get some. She don't need no rest. She, she needs some she food. She needs some food. Like, no, she don't, ma'am. Yeah, her daddy brains yeah, right down the street. I ain't never ate when my dad died. Like, ooh, I'm hungry as hell. You nigga. don't have an appetite when shit like that happened, though. Fam, I you ain't gotta talk to me. I niggas ain't gotta talk to Jay. Like, we we know what this look like. Uh you're not finna force me to eat breakfast. But her mama like, nah, she don't need no sleep. She need food. Let's go in there and get her. And she trying to stop her mom, but this is the black mom essential right here. No she, locked doors. Nigga. Yeah, no locked doors, no closed doors. So she go in there and Melody getting high in a motherfucker right now. <laughs> I smoke some crack dead in this room right now, nigga. And uh, mom flipped immediately. She said, you got to go. You got to go. I'm so glad that a male friend ain't on that bullshit. Male homegirl love her, dog. She really do. That's a real friend right there, man. She said, yo, I knew what she was in here doing. I just didn't want her to leave. She don't need to leave. We don't know where she be at half the time no more. Like, I just didn't want her back in the streets. Also didn't want her. Also, the night before, trying to get her to just go to school, nigga. Fam. You got it all. You got it good. I wish I could afford to go to school. I got to go to I don't know, cosmetology school, whatever she said. Yeah. Community college, whatever she yeah. said. Like, she do love her. Fought for her. Like, knuckled up and fought with her. Fought with her. Scrap her neighbor, nigga. Like, I live in these projects. You don't, but I'm going to fight my damn neighbor because you're my best friend and they ain't just finna whoop your ass in front of me, nigga. Killed your cousin in front of you? You ain't going to do shit? Niggas acting like some motherfucking bitches. Man, fuck that. I ain't letting that shit ride, nigga. And uh, she ain't let that ride, bro. Like, So I, I love her friend, man. Uh, I wish Leon let go of that Wanda shit because he'd have a real-ass girl if he got down with, with Shorty. Yeah. For real, for real. But you want to bang her in the closet at the skating rink. But anyway, uh, so Melody, she leaves. She laughing. She high as shit. And that's, it was funny. I just said. I'm um, still getting money from I don't know what Melody got left to sell. Yo, in this scene, did you peep? I kept rewinding it, but I couldn't tell um, just because we ain't never been in her best friend room before, so I don't know what she was grabbing. But she was grabbing shit. I'm like, yo, is she taking her stuff to go she, flip? Because she <laughs> dropped shit and didn't go pick it up. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. But I um, it was funny. Right before the episode came on, I was talking about what I thought was going to happen and, uh, based off last week. And I literally said... 
man, I wonder if Andre getting killed is going to because of where Mel was at emotionally last week, where she was just tired and over it and da 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 wanted to go home. Make her go straight. I was like, is this finna make her straighten up? And this finna be like, yo, that was just a low story arc for me, but I'm back and my life is back on track and I'm working my way back into uh into normalcy. Or is this finna make her binge out and go ham on some crack? And then so when I saw her smoking in her girl room, dog, I was like, Damn, Mel. I literally said it out well, loud. Ultimately, bro. we still don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, because right now we're talking about the next day. You don't unbecome a crackhead in a day. Like, well, I mean, the final scene makes me think that she could. She was sober as fuck. Yeah. Um. So, but she was high for a lot of scenes before that too. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, so Mel leaves. She back out in these streets. And now let's get to me and Jay' favorite scene of the episode. Um, or, or definitely one of them, man. So we get back to Franklin. It's a new day. Franklin took a bath. He didn't change clothes. He's sweating a little bit less, but still sweating. Him, man, boy, and Leon meet up. So listen, uh, this is, this is connected, but not connected. Mm-hmm. I did a, a playlist for yeah. this week in culture. Yeah. Snowfall playlist. Shout out to us. Yeah. I went through episodes yeah. and was listening for songs or whatever. Yeah. I noticed one particular song that I tried to like Shazam and find it. Okay. But it's some snowfall shit. Mm-hmm. And then as I kept going through different episodes, I realized whenever something is about to happen, this is the music that plays. Mm. So when they was pulling into the alley, yeah. they just show like the wheels on a the car. They show Leon getting out the car. Yeah. The music was playing. Mm. Doom, doom. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, a heavy bass like joint. Beach, yeah. yeah, and I was like, when I heard that, I'm thinking like, oh shit, something about to happen. And then when Leon, yeah, the the one, I I love how this whole fucking scene was shot. Yep, top to bottom. I love how it from was shot. when they pulled up to when them niggas parked the car. Yeah. Yep. So because they it was a, a low shot showing yeah. the feet, and then it kind of panned up and it showed Leon putting his gun, yep. in his waistband as he shit. got out the car. Yeah. And then you see, you know, Man Boy over there. You see Man Boy with his pistol yeah. in the back of his waistband and shit. I'm uh, like, I'm like, everybody's right. strapped up, ready to go. Like, niggas is ready to do work. And Man Boy called this meeting. Man Boy know why he there. He there with attitude, nigga. I'm sick of this shit. So if you don't remember from a couple episodes ago, uh, Leon and the young boy from the projects and a few other cats was selling on a corner and that corner just so happened to belong to Man Boy's second in command, who was uh who used to mess with Wanda, get his dick sucked by Wanda. So uh they they whooped his ass, Leon and them, whooped dog ass. He went back to Man Boy, and Man Boy said, Hey, nigga, they whooped your ass. Like, that's what it is, nigga. But Man Boy being the businessman that he is, he also ain't gonna keep letting you you ain't just gonna do my crew, you know what I'm saying? Especially my second in command. Cause if something happened to Leon. Franklin going all out. So you ain't going to do my second dirty the same way you wouldn't let me do your second dirty. So man, boy, like, yo, Snigger Leon, I don't like him on my corners, dog. So he was like, I thought it was just going to be me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Franklin, like, anything you say in front of me, say in front of Lee. That nigga like, all right, well, it's about Lee, so it's going to be a little awkward. But have you noticed that... um? I like Man Boy's character. Mm-hmm. 
they don't they don't they give him like three and four words to say at a time. Yeah. He don't um, ever he don't he don't he don't talk in complete sentences. Yeah, I've I've noticed that and what I've thought shout out to Melvin Gregg, um, former Instagram comedian turned potentially really good actor. Um, cause he definitely looks the part of what he's doing. He does a lot of acting with his facial yeah. expressions. Yeah. Um I don't know if they're limiting him because of the inexperience and they just didn't know like how much they could give him. But I definitely think should he live through this season and they keep his character here uh, through season four or at least until season four. Um, I definitely think he can handle more weight than like, what they give, give him. Give, him, give him a little get bit that man something to work with. You know um, what I'm saying? Can you give him flashes of like, yeah, I, I like him dog. Like, it, you know, it's, it's some little tweaks in there every now and then that I'd be like, but no, nah, dog's good, man. And he's convinced me of this character. Yeah. And this ain't necessarily an easy character to take on. Like, he not ODing on no LA accent. He talked pretty much how he talk in real life. But he just doing well. Like you said, he makes the right facial expressions. His mannerisms are good. Um, I can see a bit of shadiness in him. I can see anger in him, but also see can, like he I a can, good dude. I can see restraint in him. Yeah. He yep. really looks like he wanna say something, but yeah. like and he always looked like he want to do something. Like, yeah. yo, fam, he looked like he could be a a tall Leon. Like, fam, like I really will shoot this bitch up. Like in real life, y'all yeah. call me man boy. Fam. Because even when I was a little boy, I, I was a man. I was a man. So AKA, clearly I was on something. You see me str- strangle the fuck out of uh, Wanda. Yeah. Like, nigga, I can do harm to you niggas. Yeah. I'm the man. Yeah, boy. I'm the top dog. I'm the in man, my, in boy. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And that's something we learned in a minute because we ain't know that. So he like, yo, all right, you brought Lee. Cool. Well, unfortunately, this convo's about Lee. So this ain't what I thought it was going to be. But fuck it. He here. He can hear this, too. I don't like that nigga. Straight up. I don't like him on my corners. I don't like him fucking with my crew. I don't like that nigga. He like this nigga's being disruptive to my business. And because of that, I need them prices changed. We need to renegotiate. Yep. Ten a key. Ten a key. Because the nigga roughed up my people. Yep. He's selling on my, my corner. And he, he tried to take my corners. T- tried to. Nigga, we took that shit. And Leon hype about it. You don't even realize you fuck. Leon's still blinded by seeing Wanda sucking dick eight episodes ago. Is that like, listen, there is no, there's no reason for Leon to have a problem with man boy. You still mad at the two niggas that you killed yeah. already. Yeah. I get it. The initial thing you thought niggas was yeah. coming to jack you, y'all killed them niggas, dog. But here's why, and we know how this is going to play out, or at least we can predict it. And since then, though, yeah. you've been the antagonist against him, even yeah. before the Wanda shit. Yeah. You went in that bitch with an attitude yeah. because you thought he, he sent them he, two niggas yeah. to come get y'all. Yeah. Look, fam, everybody want to get some fucking money out here. Cause if even if I did send your niggas over there, right? Yeah, I'm trying to get to the fucking money. Facts. I'm making money now. Yeah, I'm making more than I've ever made before. We on the same page. You keep fucking with shit. Well, so when I, eventually I do think Man Boy is gonna become uh, um, a, a villain, a villain, yeah. right? But it's gonna be Leon fought. Mm. Like you keep pushing the nigga. You keep pushing him. And as a man, I'm only gonna take so much. Yeah. It's two ways we can handle this shit. Money and violence. Yeah. I'm trying to handle this shit with the money. You done violated me. You know what I'm saying? I want to do business with y'all. But now, all right, you're gonna have to help me on the financial end. Yeah. And unfortunately. And see, I think I think there's a a, a chance. So I'm like 60-40. 60, I think that man boy has a plan. And him becoming the villain was 
ordained well before we ever started to say, hey, he's kind of a likable dude and Leon's fucking him up. But that 40, I can see Leon being like on so much Leon shit that eventually man boy be like, you know what? Fuck it, dog. I'm not down with these niggas because this is the first step saying, yo, I'm now we need to renegotiate. See, the, but the thing is. Leon can't never really be not Leon. Man, Man boy, boy can't never do nothing because you're never going to have Franklin's plug. Yeah. Like no matter what. Yeah. This whole thing is built upon. Now, if he didn't finagle his way and now you, you, you going to meet first off, you've never going to meet Teddy at all. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't replace Franklin. Yeah. You knock Franklin out, right? Boom. Franklin's dead. How do you supply all the drugs? You don't have can't, that connect. Can't. So there's no way that you can knock me out the game like that. But, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so uh, this was probably, oh, and how they shot this shit. That camera angle, yeah. they, went all, they went around the whole and time. And gave you the whole, all three of them. Um, This was probably from from the moment that man boy says, we need to renegotiate, I need them keys, 10 a key. From the moment Franklin responds to that through the end of this scene when they go to commercial, this may be my favorite Franklin scene of all time. Um. Franklin says, we not renegotiating shit. The the price is going to be the same. The price is going to be the same. Uh, and if you got a problem with it, you can find another plug. Though. Leon here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's what he told him. Like, like yo. You're more than welcome to find another plug. Man, nigga. like, it, no problems. I ain't going to kill you, nigga. And as for Leon here, that's family. So if you got a problem with him, you got a problem with me. That is. Sneaky like, dog, that ain't right, dog. Yeah, man, but I love man boy response. It wasn't aggressive. It was. He ain't, and he ain't say it's not fair. Yeah. Because I don't expect fairness. Yeah, no, he said that ain't right. That ain't that ain't the business that we've been doing, nigga. That ain't no man-to-man shit. And you know what's so funny? Because Franklin stood his ground. Yeah. But I still feel like he doing it respectfully. He said, this ain't fair. And he said, mm-hmm. this ain't right. He was like, it ain't. But this house gonna be. Yep. And that response, Marlo Stansfield. Marlo all day. You want it one way, but it's the other way. Period. Period, nigga. Ain't shit else to say. What you gonna say, nigga? What you gonna say? You want it one way, but it's the other way. Ain't nothing else to say. Nigga, Franklin one, man boy zero, nigga. Shit, Franklin seven. Facts, because every time they, every time they have an interaction, yeah, and 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 man boy wants to puff his chest up like this. Franklin always end up winning. Like, no, nah, nigga, we know where your man's at already. Yeah. We'll tell you tomorrow, or you'll be dead. Like he always yeah. in the position of power. What I what I thought about with this scene too, man. Like Franklin responded respectfully. Man boy replied respectfully. He got no. He like he didn't have another choice. But now I'm wondering. All right, did this particular moment ignite 100 the shit that Man Boy's been holding in for eight episodes that we've been saying? Well, we something only, about this nigga. We only know that something's gonna come just because of the history of shows. Yeah, and yeah, right, facts and who he is. Like hit that. You know what I'm saying or whatever. But like in, in real life, I think it's being created. I think he really came because, like, we saw behind the scenes that he didn't send them niggas over there. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, he we, we knew that he was just trying to figure out how the shit worked. Yeah, I got the crack recipe, but how they running the operation? Because I'm trying to get on like these niggas getting on. Yeah, how they running it? Now I'm working with the niggas. 
Yeah. At four, I'm getting 14 a key. But was that also because we saw the here and send them niggas over there and we've seen enough to know like, OK, a lot of this shit has been based on their previous interactions with man boy. It ain't necessarily been based on nothing he's done particularly. But is that all being shown to us? But even behind the scenes, yeah. when, when his, his second in the man come to him. Yeah. Like, hey, nigga, we about to move on them niggas. No, the fuck we not. Man. Nigga, you just got your ass whooped. We not about to do nothing. Yeah. Yo, you got ran off your fucking corners. Like, that's the behind the scenes shit. He should be like, no, nah, nigga, we going to handle this shit in the future. Yeah. We going to lay this play down. No, that wasn't none of that. It was just like, no, nah, nigga. This on you. <laughs> hey, nigga, they whooped your ass, bro. I didn't got real. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. But I'm, see, what I'm wondering is. Has he been doing everything that he's supposed to be doing so he can look the way that Franklin is starting to look at him? Because Franklin is starting, even though he ain't he ain't out Leon, which, hey, shout out to Franklin for still being Leon's best friend in that moment. He ain't say, all right, well, Leon fucked up. I handle him. He was like, no, Leon family. But is Manboy becoming that nigga that Franklin is starting to believe he is? Or is Manboy doing all this shit so Franklin can think he's that nigga. And then Leon ain't doing nothing but helping him. And then what though? You replace Leon second in command. If so, that's how the game go. That's not even a bad thing. Hey, but see, he could be looking at it like, yo, I get in there where Leon at and start learning this. Cause he don't know that Leon ain't really on the business end of things. So he I'm probably sure, I'm thinking, sure he knows that. Hey, I get in there where Leon at, I learn who the fucking plug is, learn about to connect, learn a little bit more than I know right now, being a damn distro. Maybe I'll take over, nigga. That's he could be on some Rico shit. I don't to an extent I don't have a problem with that. Like that's everybody's goal. Oh, I don't have a problem with it if you on your Rico shit, but I'm saying, yo, Franklin, keep your eye open. But Franklin, but I don't think Franklin gonna do that. But we ain't seen like that's a that's a great plan, right? Mm-hmm. Or, but we ain't seen nothing that would lead us to believe that that's what's been going Man. on. Well now shit, he might Calvin this nigga and just rob them motherfuckers. Like, all right, nigga, I'm tired. Um so that's how that scene goes, and then them niggas get back in the cars. Cause hey, nigga, the prices ain't changing. Franklin and Leon get back in the whip. They driving. Leon hype, nigga. Leon think this shit sweet. Like he don't get what just happened. Hey man, I appreciate you for for backing me up with that nigga, man. Man, Franklin responds, nigga, was my favorite shit ever because he sounded like a fucking dad. Park the car. Pull a car. Park the car. Leon looked at that nigga like right here. You want me to stop right here, nigga, on La Brea? That nigga pulled right the fuck over. She look for the eye. Uh, oh, whoa. Oh. You don't have all this shit hanging out on my head. But you all trying to start a war with our partners. The nigga diss me every time I see him. Act like he don't want to charge and shit. The company is one. Two moves. Every time you bite with that nigga, I'm the one that pays for it. And you gonna get off his corners? You gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new plug? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me. Brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. <laughs> nigga surprise motherfucker listen hey, dog, man. like in real life yeah 
I watched this goddamn scene so many times. Yeah. Because I, 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 I've literally watched every single part of this scene, dog. Yeah. And um, look how Franklin look look at Franklin's eyes and how they are pinpointed on Leon's face the whole fucking yeah. time after he screams at him. Yeah. And like it's piercing, nigga. Piercing. I mean, like he, the, the sweat on his face. How they got man? This is a great fucking scene, dog. Dog. This is a great fucking scene. Shout to um to uh Damson Idris. Uh, I think obviously we have been up here on this podcast before. We love this nigga. First of all, we have always uh, commended him for doing an amazing job as Franklin. But this season, the more fuck than I any, don't. This, this season more than any, he's OD'd on his accent at times, especially during uh, because I, what I noticed and what really scared me leading into this scene. It's typically when he's doing something emotional, when he's sort of getting louder and, and getting a little more boisterous in his tone. And I was like, oh, I hope this don't sound fucked up. Fam, he bodied that. Bodied that He shit. bodied that, nigga. You couldn't tell me. It was a monologue. In in that moment, yeah. you can't tell me that he wasn't Franklin. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything about how he looked, yeah. his, his, his banging of the hands, everything yeah. about that scene said... I have embodied all the things that Franklin yeah. is going on and that set on me, and I laid that shit directly into him to, to the point where after I yeah. finished saying cutting nigga off, my eyes are still piercing through yeah. him the whole fucking time. What really, and I thought this today, I didn't really think it last night, but rewatch that scene again um, and, and tell me how you feel. That drive motherfucker, I don't think that was in the script. I think that was ad lib. I don't think, because when you look at Leon, Leon wasn't ready to drive, nigga. Like, what's so funny is, like, yeah. like, like, I watched Body. it so many times. Look at the look at Idris' face. Yeah, when he realized they they still standing yeah. there. Yeah, he looks literally angry. Like, yeah. drive, motherfucker, dog. Like, I I really I thoroughly believe that that was an ad lib scene or a, a line that he just threw in there because it was still like one. Any actor giving off that much emotion and evoking that much passion, they still hyped up, yeah. nigga. Now I can tell they shot the scene a few times. Yeah. Because when um I be damn if I let you yeah. uh tear this all up yeah. just because you don't like how another, how another nigga, nigga talk, talk. His hand was already prepared for yeah. his, for his hand to go into yeah. it. Like I, you know, you can, if you see yeah, yeah. like you he, see how they cut and it was like his hand was, was already uh, 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 yeah. But like that shit was so man, that was an and, and the 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 way Cause he was out of breath on another nigga talk. Like he another was at the end. Talk. Like that was like the way that a nigga yells when he just going off. Nigga. I don't know if y'all heard or I was watching the interviews behind the scenes. They say John Singleton, the type of nigga that will have you do that shit over, yeah, and over, yeah, and over and over again and over again and over again and shit. So I can tell that that was, and that's probably why he was sweating the shit. For yeah, in there. Oh, this was a great fucking scene. Yeah, and man. look at like. Leon face looked like a kid that was being admonished by his parents. Yeah. Like he he sunk in himself. So let's talk about Leon for a minute too. Obviously Franklin killed this. Um he evoked all the right passion, all the right emotion, but Leon killed this scene in complete silence. Nigga, listen, dog. Every scene this season yeah. with Leon and Franklin has been impactful. They've been in a bag. 
Remember, like when we was watching the shy, we was like when Kevin and Brandon are on on stay on screen together, yeah. they bring the best out of them. Yeah. Because when, like, I wonder if I should I can put like a montage of all their scenes together, and they haven't been like long scenes, but they've been impactful. Like when he was talking to him about mail, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When when he admonished him for like, yeah. look, nigga, you can't do all this. Like, no, they have been they got really good chemistry on. Them niggas have great chemistry. You can tell that off screen, they something. They friends. They do something, bro. Um, but more important than anything, man, I think Leon's silence in this moment was telling. Cause a lot of their scenes this particular season together have been either Franklin sort of reminding Leon that, hey, you still my man. Like you still number two. You with me. You my man. Whether it was the scene where he took him skating. Or the scene where he told him, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you about Avi and, and all the other Teddy and all that. I'm going to keep I ain't going to keep you out the loop, fam. It's either been them type of scenes or it's been scenes where Franklin has been trying to tell Leon, nigga, my life ain't your life. Shit you going through ain't and what Leon I'm going through. not understanding. Like, man, why you keep doing this? Yeah. And it's always been yeah. when Franklin say something, you'll see Leon's face look a certain way. Yeah. And this time, like, nigga, you don't have a reason to not like this nigga. He checked that nigga. He talking about, man, he 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 dissed me every time I see him. Because you don't like the way another nigga talk. Come Woo! on, man. Bars. Bars. Because you don't like how another nigga talk. Dog. Like Another nigga, nigga talk. Woo! Oh, we just finna say another nigga talk for the next 35 that minutes. That shit about to be a drop, nigga. Fam, dog. Um, like in real life, he like listen, Leon looked like a little kid. Every time you bite that shit, yeah. pause, I have to pay for it. Yeah. Nigga, you gonna get off his corners? Yeah. You gonna leave his men alone? Or it's gonna be you looking for another plug? That was my shit too. Cause that nigga Leon that was Leon only words in that scene. You don't mean that shit. And what was so you dope? Because that, that nigga was pointing like you gonna get off his corners? Yeah. You gonna leave his men alone? Or it's gonna be you looking for another plug? You don't mean that shit. The fuck I don't. Leon literally looked at that nigga and was. I built this shit. shit. Me, Dog. brick by brick. Dog. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down because you don't like how another nigga talk. Them niggas Come on, going man. off, dog. Oh shit. Yeah, bro. Nigga, I was um, so happy last night off this shit, nigga. That I, one I scene was that that was a body, dog. Franklin caught a body. Damn St. Idris, you caught a body, man. Uh I'm a I'm a I'm a add the fuck out that nigga when I post this too. Cause um that was impressive, dog. That was so it's funny, uh I mean Joseph, who plays Uncle Jerome, he had posted on his Twitter and then reposted to the gram uh to like his story, like Yo, why don't Snowfall ever get considered for Emmys and for all the awards and shit? Like, why we ain't never in that? And it it made me harken back to a time where 50 used to say that about power. Now, when 50 was saying that after season two, that was a very relevant question. It was like, oh, shit, y'all have been killing. Granted, I've never thought anybody on power was necessarily a strong actor. Even when it was great. There's some good actors on this show. This shit right here, I looked at different because I said, no, these niggas is acting. And they got, it got to be a monologue. It got to be a good dialogue. Yeah. People got to be yeah. able to play. It, power don't really, power isn't about the dialogue per Fam. se. It's more or less about the actions that are taking place. This shit is a little bit of both. It was a meme a few years ago, like literally three or four seasons ago of power. And it it's so... Well, it ain't relevant this season, but it was relevant for like three straight seasons where it was like, nigga, all power is is Ghost checking his text and saying, 
Angie, I got to go to the club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yo. The Dilbert uh, joint, yeah, yeah, put yeah. his clothes back on. Like, I got to go, Angie. Like, Angie, I got to go to the club. And um, with, with Snowfall, again, what's sort of separating it, where it's starting to separate itself from the pack as far as these types of shows, these drug-related um, cultural shows, is that it's taking itself seriously. Yeah. Power has started to joke with it's become too comedic. It's become it's too slapstick. It's slapstick. Where a show like The Wire, a show like The Sopranos, sure there would be humor drizzled in there, but that's nigga, any nigga living in these lap, they still laugh. They yeah. still joke. They funny nigga a bit, but yeah. I'm a killer. But fam, I'm a stone cold killer and I take this shit seriously. And Snowfall through three seasons is taking itself very seriously. And this episode more than any, we saw that. And also what you gotta realize is yeah. that like man, we friends and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But like you got to realize that I'm not the same person. Man. And you're not the same person. And the stakes is different. And not only are the stakes different, I still need you to know that no matter what happened or what happens to us, I'm on a bigger playing field and higher level than you. We ain't got to be friends for you to do your job, Uh -uh. nigga. You can get another plug and still be my nigga. Because at the end of the day, you a shooter, you my fucking driver. So drive, motherfucker. Like like in real life, why we sitting here now? Leon is turtle. (laughs) <laughs> Leon, turtle you, with a pistol. You turtle with the with the pistol. Oh man! But like, Fam. the stakes is high. Yeah, I am running a a fucking cartel. I'm running a major billion dollar enterprise, and you're trying to blow up a piece of that, nigga. You talking to the nigga that's running Compton? We don't and, we don't live in Compton. So that was the part that really like. Because we didn't know that about Man Boy. We didn't know that that was, or at least I didn't. I, I don't know if they mentioned it and I missed it. But saying like, yo, nigga, Compton is Man Boy. Because he was like, that nigga acting like he the man of shit. Or like he a number one. Fam, and Compton he is, nigga. That's his area. You don't go to Compton. Remember to we had all this shit on the board? We had fam. all these areas. Who's the man in Compton? Who's the man in Inglewood? Man Boy, Sully, Scully. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You peeped the inter- you peeped the preview for next week. It looked like Unk is going to see uh to Scully. Yeah, because he was in uh he was in the Wild Hunters. Yeah, yeah. or wait, Wild Hunters. I'm thinking about Chicago. Chicago um, yeah, no, he was over in the uh what they call that shit. The fuck they call that area something. The something. Yeah, he was over there. Shout to uh a nigga in the Wild Hunters. Shout to them. Eh, I ain't gonna start talking about gangs. Anyway, uh, yeah. Unk was definitely over there, and I I don't like Unk being over there, cause I'm also I don't know why, and I thought it was somebody gonna, gonna die to see. Bold prediction, hold on, bold prediction. We gonna get to more predictions when we wrap up the, the review, but something I thought was gonna happen this episode, based on how active this nigga has been, I think Unk finna die. I think Unk finna. I have no reason to base that on Unk. Don't even want to be in the game, but I thought it was gonna happen episode nine. Unk didn't die episode nine clearly. When they showed that nigga walking in the Inglewood over by Scully and them crib. You know why I think he gonna die? Why? The very next scene. It's him and Auntie at Rob Crib. So they at Rob Crib, and Auntie says, you called this shit. You predicted it. You said, let's get out this game. Let's back up. We need to chill for a while. Is this what you thought was going to happen? Yeah. And then she said, do you blame me? I thought that was deep. She said, do you blame me for taking Franklin to that club with that first break? 
because his very first brick went to uh, Claudine or mm. Claudia, whatever. And she said, do you blame me? And I said, no. Nah. Like, we in this shit because we want it. Yeah. He said, now we just got to try to survive. And then the, yeah. the, the shot kind of like pinned yeah. to them. I'm like, nigga, and, this is a real emotional scene, so, fam. And it's emotional, but if you think about all Unk scenes since episode one. Episode one, he was happy. Jim and Jerome's open. He had the family taking a picture. That was the last time we saw Unk in a great mood. Since then, he's been moody. And all his scenes, all his lines, all his 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 facial expressions, everything's been moody. And I get it after the beat, uh, the cop beating and all that. But it's like, no, nah, fam, he been tense. And I feel like that's something that they not telling us. That's one of them subtle, like, yo, we're really preparing y'all. Fuck do Rob do that y'all niggas making a million a week and still live on the block. And this nigga is out here and. I don't know where the fuck he at. Man, Rob. I mean, he, he, I know Rob in the Valley, and I've heard from Cali people, like, if you want a big-ass house for cheap in Cali, like, if you got that type of bread, but you don't want to live dead in L.A. or in Hollywood or whatever, go to the Valley, and you'll get same bang for your buck, but you going to the Valley, nigga. And they, like, the Valley is like, you don't want to really be in the Valley, nigga. But Rob getting money in the Valley. I'll tell you that. He getting dope deal money. That crib looked nice. That pool was gorgeous. I don't give a damn where I'm at in the valley, dog. Yeah. So uh um another big part that I feel like they kinda I liked the way they handled it because it was so subtle, you didn't realize how major of a thing this was. Uh Andre's sister from Texas comes up. Mm. And uh she's over at the house. She helping out with Mel. Um, and we see Franklin's mom go over to the crib. This is her next door neighbor, man. Despite whatever beef him and Franklin had, she respects Andre for the role he played in Franklin's life while his dad was not there. And as her neighbor, like this was somebody she had a relationship with. And until this year, she was not on the other side of that rope. You know what I'm saying? So she goes over to the house. Uh, Andre's sister says, come on in. It's unlocked. And she go in there and she like, hey, how you doing? You remember me? I'm I'm the neighbor. Sister sitting in the exact same seat that her brother brother got killed in. Yeah, sister's literally at the table, like she just wiped that bitch with some bleach and said, "All right, we chilling now." Twenty four hours ago, I I I didn't like it. Um, it was to the point that even like on my third or fourth watch of the episode, I was like, like I I walked in and that scene was coming on, and I was like, maybe two days later, because the next day Mel went in there, yeah, and it was still roped off. So maybe it's two days later. Maybe, maybe. Oh, real quick before we get to to sister being there. You just reminded me. So when Mel got kicked out of her girl crib, her best friend crib, she goes home because she don't have nowhere else to go. So she goes home and still roped off. They're still gathering evidence. They can't let you right back in the house. But she got a key. She lit her. She walks in the house. She goes in her room and gets ready to smoke again. She already high, but fuck it. Why not get higher? I'm mad at this thing. Yeah. She's sitting in her room on her bed facing the window. She lights up. She starts to smoke. And when them eyes open... She sees the lock on that window. It's unlocked. So what? We know what that means. We know what that nigga. I don't. I don't. I have no idea why she immediately thinks Franklin. Well, so they show you a quick flash of the times that he's come through that window. The window locks from the inside. Yeah, the window locks and unlocks from the inside. But she always left it unlocked for Franklin. I'm assuming. Like this. Franklin, knowing that she be sneaking out the window and sneaking out the crib, he probably knew that window probably unlocked. But you sneak out the crib. The window was unlocked hey. all the time. You sneak out the crib hey. all the fucking time. Hey, tell it to the police, nigga, because Mel immediately went there 
But like, she was so like, why, yo. But why did, like, so every night that you sneak out the window and you sneak back in that same window, that shit been open. Yeah. Like, the, the mere fact that the window was open is not new. Man. It's always open. You left through that motherfucker. But it led her right to where she needed to go. Unfortunately, she don't get to help. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, like, I, I, I I oh, I knew why she went straight there. Um, like, so why didn't you? Th- one, looking at the window means shit to me. Mm-hmm. If you think Franklin killed your pops because that was beefing, that's one thing. But how does the open window that you literally went through, nope. probably the night before, what is that? How does that make him do, the one who did it? She probably know every time she left out that window, her daddy was locking that motherfucker. So that bitch unlocked, and but I ain't been did. here. I ain't been here though. Daddy did. So last time I left, that motherfucker wasn't unlocked. Or that motherfucker wasn't locked. And I came back and I just walked through the front door and that bitch still unlocked. Hmm. Who came through this bitch? Because my daddy was locking that bitch. My daddy was making sure I came back through the front door. Well, no. Well, he thought, I don't know. Because when he said, when when somebody came through the window, it was unlocked. And he ran, he was like, Mel. So he clearly didn't lock this shit. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But that's where she went, and she right, but she finna get proven wrong and have to take matters into her own hands. But uh, we'll get to that in a minute. So she immediately thinks, oh, shit, Franklin killed my dad. So she went to Andre's partner's house. Um, I don't know why they felt the need to have him adopt a black kid. That seemed very... I thought this was a flashback, and I thought that was Franklin. I knew exactly who I, I don't know how I knew that, but I just knew that that was his crib. I don't I thought know this why. this about to be like Franklin coming in the window or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and So she goes over to his crib, bangs on the door. His wife answers. His wife is looking at her like, damn, what happened to you, dog? This crackhead bitch on my house. Man, she like, I can't believe the niggas are smoking that crack. And uh, he like, Mel, how can I help you? What do you need me to do? What do you need from me? She say, Franklin, kill my daddy. He was like, Mel, what are you talking about? Are you sure? She said, Franklin killed my daddy. He was like, all right, let me let me look into this. I got it. And then we get to the scene where uh, the auntie over there. So the auntie from Texas, Andre's sister, she over there. Franklin mom went over there. Yo, how you doing? You remember me? I'm Andre neighbor. Auntie like, yeah, you know, I remember you. Um, You was a real nice lady. And. Franklin mom like, yo, anything we could do to help, anything we could, you know, to to assist you. Cause Andre's sister says, yo, it's really been difficult. This ain't been easy. She said, I done got into tussles with Mel. I'm having to lock her in her room. I'm boarding the Boarded. windows. Yep, yep, yep. Um, doing all the same shit my brother told me he was doing. I'm having to do that as well. And it's hard. You know, that drug really got her. And Franklin mom say, look, well. We could host uh, the repass, you know, if you want to do that at our house, that's fine. So I did find this a little weird because sis immediately jumped and said, oh, my God, that's so dope. Like, I would love if you could do that and take that one thing off my hands. She like, sure. And then she like, yeah, I'm thinking once we get everything together, I'm going to move Mel down to uh, Texas with me. I'm going to take her to Tyler. Tyler, Texas. I'm going to take her to Tyler where uh, that's actually where my I got a lot of family in Tyler right now. Uh but she like, I'm going to take her to Tyler and hopefully we get off that drug and all that. And she clean up. And then once all that's good, I'm going to sell this house. Franklin mama say, well, you know, I got a little real estate business. If you need help selling this no, house, fam, do the repass. She said, nah, just do that repass. I don't need that real estate. Now you talking to me crazy. Nigga. I don't want none of that. She like, look, you a good woman. 
But your son. Andre told me everything. Yeah. Andre told me what was good. Your son, what she say, that's the devil's money or some shit yeah. like that. I don't, I don't want that. Even in the streets, even yeah. in the real estate. Yeah. We don't want none of that money. I don't want none of that bread. So, you know, God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all do that repast. Cook that uh, little potato salad. Appreciate you. But I can't do nothing with you, fam. And Franklin Mom backed off. She was like, I right, ain't ain't no pressure. We're going to do that repast. We got you. Um, This is a random scene that's in here. I don't know where it fits in, but Flanker. Is riding around the city, and uh, I thought he was about to have a heart attack. He had a panic attack. Yeah, he had a panic attack. I thought he was about to have a full blown eighteen year old heart attack, nigga, right there Sound, in the car. I thought this is when the police officer was about to roll up on. Got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. that would have made sense right here. Um, I thought he was getting set up too. Yeah, because the car pulled up behind him, yeah. so pulled in front of him. He couldn't go nowhere. There was a lot of shit going on. Kids happening, ice cream trucks, school bus, all kinds of shit. But uh, speaking of that scene, so. We see Franklin driving that night. Well, Franklin met up with Teddy. <laughs> they meet in the, in the diner again. And this was the second time this episode where we see Franklin completely lose it and kind of not really have control over his emotion when he's talking to Teddy. So they meet up. This is the first time they met since everything happened. Oh, because Teddy, when he uh, told his wife, leave your key on the door, I'm about to go. He got in the car and on the radio, he heard that Officer Andre Wright had been killed. Mm -hmm. Teddy immediately said, oh, my God, nigga. Because he knew. How many times we got to do this, Teddy? Man. Trying to make sure my shit don't don't land up on your plate again? Man. I got this control. You know what was funny about this scene, man? Teddy sat up there and he said, Franklin, I, I get it, man. You lonely. You got blood on your hands. Innocent blood on your hands. And he was like... Above all that, you are completely alone. Teddy wasn't even talking about Franklin. Teddy was talking about him. Oh, that, he, he These is the same nigga. We talked about that last week. We talked week. about it. Whoa. We talked about last week, nigga. They the same people. I keep telling y'all, We when we do this power review later, we're going to get into more shit that we told y'all was going to happen on this podcast. But uh, We only can pay on the cameras that we're giving. Hey, fam. If the review is jokes and, 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 and critical, Ay. that's because we got a, a canvas that's Ay. full of critique. Hey, we are sitting here predicting a lot of shit that's happening, nigga, from Mel being a crackhead to Teddy and Franklin being the same shit, people. Because I, I I was I was arguing against it. Like, no, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. Hey. I was Franklin in the situation. You hey, was Leon. Hey, we figured it out. Like, that's the thing, though, nigga. When I'm right, you right, nigga. That's what it is, dog. This same, this one pod, nigga. One pod, one sound, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but no man uh, Franklin literally sat there And listened to Teddy Tell him about him And I was just I was looking at it like Fam y'all are a reflection of one. The way they were sitting Across from each other every, Y'all are literally Looking at yourself This is bro. the exact opposite Of what happened last week Man when when Teddy was going Yeah on a, on a, All on a, crazy and, Like hey yeah. And going everything Franklin kind of like I got this handle with yeah. Like I always do I always get the money Yeah White he lady. pounded on that table, and everybody in the restaurant looked like, um, sir, something like, wrong with your sandwich? Like, fam, I know exactly what you're feeling. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, I fucking, because that's the one thing that Franklin does not know. Oh, I didn't kill two innocent. I, fam. I didn't bury two innocent bodies. Fam, I buried a DEA agent. You killed a fucking beat cop. I put a DEA agent in the ground and melted that bitch. And I also killed one of my other partners. And I sat and watched and my brother snort coke for 24 hours. Like, fam, stop talking to I me. I killed one of my friends and stole his house. Fam. <laughs> and fam. sold drugs out of it. Fam. Teddy, if Teddy told Franklin what he'd been through, 
Franklin would trust Teddy a lot more than he already does. Like, if them niggas work together in real life, mm. like they take over the fucking world. Teddy, nigga. why don't you just be a drug dealer, nigga? Teddy, you're so much smarter than all these niggas. Like, like Teddy, why don't you just be a drug dealer? Because it, it can't be you have an issue with selling drugs because no, you're nigga. actually selling drugs. Now. Fam, you recreationally did coke this episode. Like, this wasn't like you was forced. And I peeped that and I said, ooh, what that might turn into. That nigga was stressed out and said, let me do a bomb. If you, if you selling drugs yeah. for your living at work, you might as well do that shit, dog. Eh. Like, you, you, what you want? You don't want to hurt the community? Nigga, hey, you started it. He upped the prices on them things a little bit more. He'd take a bit off top. Uh, oh, speaking of um of uh, Teddy. Teddy met up with Avi as well. Met Avi at the hotel. And we learned what me and Jay told y'all two days ago what happened. It was the Israelis that shot up at Avi. Um, it just happened to be some terrible timing. But Avi was pissed because Avi like, yo, well, fam. Somebody in the DA told him like, it's, it's a go on Avi now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Avi and Avi, no. Avi up in the hotel suite with. Looking like, what's that? Smoking aces. He hey, hiding. Fam, he had the piano on the window, nigga. Like, no, they will not shoot me. Ain't no more snipers, nigga. Sniper, no sniping, nigga. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, fast forward, dog. Let's get to the, the, the funeral, bro. So, funeral happens, repass back at, uh, Franklin Mama and them crib. Oh, no, 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 no. While they're setting up, the parents gotta go back. Oh, you gotta go back to when the cop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is important. Got you, got you, got you. So, uh, Andre partner. Andre partner. Franklin's driving. I'm assuming he's driving home. Never know where Franklin headed. Uh, and while he's driving, he gets pulled over. You see a cop car pull up out of nowhere. And we already knew who it was because we saw the preview last week. But we ain't know how this scene ended. And then Franklin looking in the rearview mirror and see who he was. Yeah. And Franklin reached up under that seat. He got the he got the, he got the blammer. Grab, he got grabbed the, the boy. He had the blicky on and he him. he thought about it. Franklin like, look, nigga, I'll kill a cop. Like, you I, done, know. I done killed you and your partner, nigga. Fam, this whole shit. I, be I done. take the whole team out, fam. We can end this early. But then he thought about it, and he said, "You know what? I can't deal with no more this type of stress right here. Let me put this gun back down, nigga. Let me see what the fuck happens." AKA, listen, fam. I know you in with the CIA. Yeah. If I do anything to you, I'm gonna get fucked up. Yep. So I'm gonna play this game, and we gonna let you make do it the, seem yeah. like I'm in control, and let you do what you need to do. Yep. And give me some money. So, dog got right in the back seat. He ain't even come up to Franklin door, nigga. He got in the back seat with his gun out, put that boy up to Franklin neck. And we saw in the preview, Franklin told him, hey, nigga. He dropped two thug tears. Yeah, got he, his shit together. Like, he let them Denzel glory tears fall. He said, yo, you going to kill me? Get on with it. Get nigga. on with it, nigga. Hey, yo, Mike, how my hair look? Look good, girl. Poof, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Yo, me and JB, y'all niggas don't know what the fuck be happening out here. Oh man, y'all ain't see her in that mirror, dog. Nigga, if we was on, if if the wire, nigga, fam, you know how much you know how much content we would have for the wire, nigga. Fuck the whole show, nigga. Season three and four of the wire is the most brilliant television ever written. My personal opinion, nigga. Them two seasons, nigga, when we get the beginning of Marlowe and motherfucking the end of Stringer and them. You know why people. And then we get them kids. You know how people. You know why we people love The Wire so much? Uh, it explained 
America. Yeah. It literally explained everything. Yeah. It explained how America works from the drug system mm-hmm. to the school system to the newspapers. It broke it down. Uh, to the police. It broke it down. System, to, to the, the docks. To the government. To the, to the government. It yep. literally explained yeah. every through the to the streets. Yep. All aspects of life yeah. in the country and I'm how America how works, this works and how everything is intertwined and how when you remove one, somebody slides back in. Yep. Like uh, Nas had that shit in right. Said that shit in the rhyme before. You know what I'm saying? You know what was on. One um, thug dies, another step inside of shoes. Purple. Yeah, that was song. You know what's, uh, again, and I'm going to always keep relating shit back to power just because this was the shit at one point in time. And now it's like, okay, it's lost its way and it's gotten kind of slapstick and whatever. But here's why power even had the room to lose its way and become the show that it's become now where we clowning on it more than anything. No competition. Well, it ain't even just no competition. It's 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 deep in the rap. Snowfall and The Wire are albeit loosely based on real events. Yeah. The right the wire was based on what was David, I can't remember dog's name right now, the David white. David Simon. David Simon. This was based on his time as a writer for the Baltimore Sun or whatever that newspaper is, like Baltimore Sentinel or whatever. Fam, I literally reported on every single thing I'm telling y'all about. I'm not writing this from inexperience. I'm not writing this from creativity. I'm writing it because I heard about it. I saw it. I wrote it. And the I old, covered it. The the old dude and the preacher in the in the in the church. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Avon Barfield. Yep, yep. Melvin. I can't think of. Yeah, him. Big Melvin or Dog. something. Yeah, he was Avon. Fam, like they were. These are cats that literally were in Baltimore, seeing everything we saw happen on the wire. They the inspiration was real. You remember what was it? Was it called the corner? Yep. They, the, the corner was a, so underrated. Well, about six so episodes. So underrated. Yeah. The corner was amazingly underrated. It, man. it birthed the wire. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Um. So the wire being based around uh, and centralized on real if events. You haven't seen the corner. Yeah, please go watch, fam. It's on demand series. right now. Is it? Yeah. Oh fuck. The corner's available. HBO doesn't remove their shows. So it's been there. I go watch How to Make It in America every weekend. First time felling on there? Probably. <laughs> the only thing I've known HBO to take off is Louis C.K. stand-up. Yeah. I've never seen them remove anything uh, that was an HBO original. So, But go check out The Corner for show, man. And then, uh, But The Wire and, and Snowfall are based around real events that really happen, real tragedies that really happen. Really seeing Baltimore turn into uh the the crime infested area that it had become um in the early 2000s and and still in some areas is uh and then really seeing crack ingested by south central LA and and seeing it injected by the government nigga um and these these things really happen Ghost didn't really fall in love with Angela, nigga. No. So it's kind of difficult for that to like start out as a storyline and then for you not to dramatize it to the point of honestly like like submission because I give up. Like I don't know what you niggas is trying to do, but y'all have taken me out with it. But it's because it's not real. And that's what we love about shows like Snowfall. It's so real that I feel like I'm experiencing something that happened historically. Damn, first time felon came out in 97, dog. Damn. Real niggas know about it, though. Real niggas saw it when it came out. 
I definitely did. Yeah, because you're a real nigga. That's why you my nigga. But uh, anyway, so um, Andre's partner told Franklin, look, man, I ain't going to kill you, but I need some bread, period. And he said, I'm going to dictate everything I ask you for, I need you to get me. Which we know so many cops get in the pocket like this. They put you in that sort of predicament. Franklin has to kill the singer, period. It's no other way out. He's the only other nigga who knows what Andre knows or knew. And he's the only nigga who's in a position of being able to threaten you with this sort of shit. Franklin got a kill dog. I mean, that tears turned to smile so quick. Yeah, because Franklin was like, oh, fam, all you want me to do is pay you? It's you- that motherfucking paper. And he said it. He was like, power. What do you say? Almighty dollar. Something like that, nigga. Like, fam, I- okay. And you know what? Now you just gave me my power back because now I control you. Because you think me paying you is you controlling me? Nah, fam. Because I'm going to set your ass. Franklin got to kill this nigga. Got to. Got to. So then uh, we get Franklin parents prepping for the repast. They in there. They cleaning up the china and the silverware. And they getting the table together. They trying to prep, you know, so Andre family and his friends could be taken care of when they pull up. And um, Franklin mom, I thought it was interesting how she brought the conversation up. Because they were silent. They was just... Wiping down silverware nigga, and, and, and getting shit ready. And Franklin mom kind of broke the silence with a, it's crazy what happened to Andre. Never thought he was somebody that would do something like that. And that nigga daddy said, mm, you know Franklin killed him, right? Like, you know that, right? Like, he... He was like, you know, we did this or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, it was like, yo, you that wasn't. And she was like, no, no, no. And he was like, fam, look at how he been acting. That nigga ain't been to the valley since he was five. And now all of a sudden he had Rob Crib in the valley. Come on now, we stupid or we dumb, nigga. And Franklin mom was she had a, she knew and then she, she brought like, it up that way because she knew. She like, listen, this the life that we in now. Yeah. Is is this the life that we want to be in? Fam, y'all are now literally. Because this thing about this, mom and dad. Yeah. If y'all not a part of this life, y'all not going to see me. At all. I'm When I'm here, I'm on business. Man. I love y'all, but this is business when I'm here. Um, And off top, if y'all not a part of this life, y'all can't see me. Because I love y'all and don't want to have y'all in danger, nigga. And right now, if y'all can't tell... I can do something on my own completely unrelated to y'all and y'all be implicated. Yep. So you know what? Mm, make a decision, Pops. Pops seemed cool, though. It was mom that seemed like she's trying to lie to herself right now. It's funny that Pops seemed cool with this shit. Being a Black Panther, former Black Panther, that you'll be okay with the drugs. In the I, so I don't know that Pops is as cool with the drugs as he is with Franklin killing the cop because I feel like with the drugs he was a lot more resistant gave taught a lot more lessons Franklin killing this cop he ain't even said a word he like hey I know you did it you ain't gotta tell me but let me make sure your mama ain't over here acting like she don't know the real because we know the real if that cop ain't get the fuck out nigga we was all going down that's a fact that's a whole ass fact so we gonna see man so then we get to the repast dog Everybody in there. It's typical. Um, Andre's sister making sure folks is good. Franklin's parents making sure folks is good. Melody's sitting by herself. Um, and she on the couch. She kind of zoned out. Thought it was nice of Leon to go over there and try to bond with her. 
He walked up. He like, yo, Mel, I know how you feel. She like, oh, do you? He like, yeah, my pops died when I was five. She like, Did yeah. he kill himself? Yeah, that's what she wanted to say. Did, 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 did your best friend kill him? Man, nigga, did your girlfriend shoot that <laughs> nigga, nigga in the head? Been like, did Frank kill him too? Ooh, that'd, bars, have been that'd have been a bar. And that would have been like. And Leon face would have been wild, nigga. He'd have twisted up. And he'd have asked Franklin about it. I, low key, that's that's what he should she should have said. Yeah. Cause that'd have thrown a monkey wrench and everything. Yeah. Like, what she mean by that, dog? And um, so Leon, he took that when she kind of gave him that look, and he just got up and walked away. So then the next thing we see Andre Partner come over there. Now, what was funny about this scene, before Andre Partner walked over there, he was over there talking to Franklin like they was buddies. Looking at that scene in the back. They showed him in the background, and they had like a... I think it was after, though. Was it after? Yeah. Did he walk up on him like, yo, my nigga, like, what's popping? Yeah. Um, After she told him that... That's when she got up to leave, and Franklin looked like... Well, she told him like, hey, man, that shit was like... Oh, so Andre Partner go over there. He sit down. He say, hey, Mel. Oh, no, no, no. He went to the house. This was before the funeral. Because they was getting ready for the funeral, her and the auntie. He mm. went over to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went over to the house, um, and auntie told him, make it quick because she need to get dressed. That's what it was. So he went in there. He said, look, Mel, coroner's report came back. It was ruled a suicide. She was like, that's bullshit. You know it. He like, look, the trajectory of the bullet, the prints on the gun, wasn't nobody here. I don't know what else you want. Now, clearly, he knows bullshit because Franklin has all but admitted this to everybody who called him out. Teddy called him out. Andre Partner called him out. Franklin ain't even resisting and said, I ain't do that shit. He telling any nigga who guess it. But the partner was like, yo, nigga, it was a suicide. I don't know what to tell you. So Mel, that's when Mel first started thinking like. Frank and kill him. Frank and kill him. Yeah. Then her, uh, and then her auntie came in there like, yo, you got to fuck out, fam. But her auntie heard that shit. Yeah. Man. And Auntie Nardi said, your son's a goddamn problem, nigga. So, but, but whatever. But she had a police like, look, nigga, I know that shit looked that way, but it, it just yeah. not what happened. So, man. Yeah. So, anyway, we get back to the repast, man. Melody's sitting there. She see Franklin and the old boy talking kind of crazy. Um, They over there looking friendly and buddy-buddy. Well, Franklin just come in, you know, being the fucking center yeah, of attention. Yeah, because Franklin walked in and it was like, Franklin, James. Hugging everybody yeah. and shit. He right? know everybody. He Franklin Tate. And uh, Mel ain't like that shit. That dude, what was was the head nod. Yeah, they did the head nod to yeah. each other. Like what's happening? Like my nigga, I know you know. I right, nigga pay me on the first. Think about this, dog. Yeah, we know what Mel ultimately went to go get, right? Yep. You know she was gonna come back and do that shit in front of everybody. So I had thoughts about that when I looked at that today. I said if Franklin never went over there, was Mel gonna shoot him in front of everybody? I think she would have. I think that that's where she was at. Well, I think Leon would have shot her. Shit. Damn, Andre partner might have shot her. Because yeah. now he got money on the line. Yeah. You ain't going to fuck up my first payment. Yeah. Like, fam, I ain't made a dollar. No, nigga. Nope. You ain't killing my nigga. So Mel got up. She leaves the house. She goes next door. Franklin runs after her. Um, He runs out on the porch. She saw that she went home. He goes in the house. He walking through the crib. Mel, Mel, Mel. He find her in the bedroom. He like, Mel. She's searching all over the crib. She flipping the mattress up. She going through he drawers. Like, high, baby. He Stop like, high. he said, baby, you don't need that. 
And I said, Kadeem Hardison, if you don't relax on baby, this baby, please. please. If you don't stop on this baby, please. That nigga said, baby, you don't need to do that no more, man. That ain't nothing but some crack. You don't need to I do that. I got some pure cut coke for you, though. Yeah, like we can Baby, go get on this coke. Fuck that crack. He low-key might want to put her on the upper, but whatever, nigga. She be looking like she drowning. But uh, he like, yo, she you don't need some, to do that. She needs some shea butter on them eyes. God. Fam, them eyes look bad. Somebody said that to me last night and today. Like, her eyes look fucking crazy. But, uh. He like, babe, you don't need to do that. Like, stop. He was like, Mel, get off that shit. You better than that shit. And the whole time. Like, keep standing in there. Yeah, talking. she like, stand right there. You you, you wait one minute. I got a little surprise for your ass, nigga. And then she was going through the drawer, and then it clicked, nigga. You literally saw her stand up, and I think she snapped her finger like, oh, shit. I remember where it's at. And she went in the uh, closet. She came She goes up in the closet. And- now she's in the closet, closet. Oh, shit, nigga. No art coming oh, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah our, our bad. bad, our bad, our bad. We going to heaven, we going to heaven. Um. <laughs> that shit wild. That song. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? No, I'm, we should have known that nigga bro, was a retard then. Dog. I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing. I'm only laughing because now I'm just freestyling in my head all these Mel and Franklin and her walking in the closet to get this gun bars. Oh my God, a banger. Fam, I am dying at myself right now, bro. Like, But I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to hit y'all with the Mark Kelly bars. Fuck that nigga. Um, she goes in the closet. She comes back out with the strap. Franklin ain't barely have a chance to react. She shot that nigga. So as many times I've watched this episode, because at first when she shot him, it looked like she shot him in the shoulder. She did the first one. It was high chest. Yeah. It's like up in there, like in that clavicle area. Um, so she gave him that initial one. And he said, Mel, what the fuck, nigga? So he falls. What I didn't understand is why nigga. he was crawling at that point. Because you were standing when she shot you, nigga, walk off. Because if you can crawl, you can walk. Like nigga. he was... Uh, Fam, <laughs> like, and I'm like, off top, I know that upper shoulder chest hurt, so you might want to stand up and walk, because she ain't shoot you in the leg, fam. So, nigga, again, if you can crawl, you can walk, nigga. If you can catch a wrench, you can catch a dodgeball, nigga. Now, Grant, now listen. Yeah. At this point, she let off the shot. It was a shoulder shot. I'm thinking like, okay. It's a wrap. I didn't expect that. Yeah. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? She- it's tense. You got a lot of emotion. You just saw that nigga partnering up with the cop. Like, this spices the episode yeah. up and yeah. shit. Like, cool, cool. Yeah. He gonna, like, tuck her down or... So he crawling away and he bleeding a lot. So he tracking a lot of blood on the floor. She comes out the room. She follows him crawling. Sends him a second shot. That second shot was in the back of his shoulder. First, I thought it was in his back. Like, spinal. But it was spinal... <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mike Tyson clip, but uh, I broke my back. I broke my back. And they can say, uh, uh, what what part of your back? Your your vertebrae, spinal. <laughs> so she shot him in the back of the shoulder with that second one. And then I thought, like, okay, Mel ain't really out here on no kill shot shit. Like, I broke my back. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You my broke back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> the fact that I had that this in my phone, somebody sent me that shit today, nigga. The fact that I, <laughs> every, if you say back, nigga, I go to I broke my back. 
<laughs> that nigga said, uh, what part? The vertebrae? Nigga? Spino. <laughs> Dog, Mike Tyson is a great human being. He's on my just, bucket list. I want, I, that, wanna, I, wanna yeah. hear, I want to sit down with Mike Tyson. Fam. Uh, anyway, uh, so Mel shoots that nigga the second time. Send him back his shoulder. Franklin drops, nigga. Now that crawling shit is over. Because she also damn near shot him from the back in the exact same spot she shot him in the front. So now this shit really hurt, nigga. Ain't no more crawling. And then while that nigga laying there, third shot, right in the liver, nigga. Right in the motherfucking, or is that the liver or the kidney that's in the back? It was one of them, nigga. Kidney. Okay, yeah, right in the kidney, nigga. She gave that boy to work, nigga. That bitch was right to the left of that spine. And I said, oh, shit. Now. Mel came out blasting. Now, I want y'all to take a look at something. Yeah. Y'all go back to, like, episode four or five. Mm Mm-hmm. When Mel was in the shooting range with her daddy. Mm -hmm. That's the exact same face she was making. That 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 look she had on her face. Yeah. Remember that one scene where he was teaching her how to shoot, and then yeah. like the like she had the glasses on and shit. But yep. then he kind of they did a little fade away on the camera. That's the exact Focus. same face. Focus. She knew what the fuck she was shooting at. She can shoot. Yeah. Dropped that gun and walked out. Now what struck me as odd was three shots can ring out, and yeah. Leon don't bring your ass over there, nigga. Y'all literally next door. The, so the power out. So ain't nothing else making noise. So last episode, three days ago, Mr. Three Podcast a Week, um, we said, man, we wonder who called the police. Because at that hour, anybody in that neighborhood, well, no silence on that gun when Franklin shot that man. Anybody in that neighborhood could have heard that shot. Granted, it was nighttime. Niggas could have been asleep, whatever. Motherfuckers might not have reacted. But during uh, Wednesday afternoon, with a whole house full of folks in and out, because it was still people showing up to the house, and three shots ring off next door. Somebody heard that. Somebody heard that. There are cops. It's a cop's funeral, nigga. There are cops all over next door. I don't get it, though. Leon heard that. This young man, I know y'all just had a little yelling match and shit, and that nigga mad at you right now. This is still your brother. You heard that shot. At least one of them, if not all three. I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting Mel to shoot Leon at all. Franklin. I mean Franklin yeah. at all this season. Um like that's not when I'm thinking about what's possible happen. Yeah. I didn't think Leon I mean Franklin was getting shot by Mel. Uh so I had a moment during the repass where I didn't necessarily say she's going to shoot him. And I didn't think it would happen this episode, but I said, Mel might try to kill Franklin. I said that. I was chilling with Shorty, said it, but I didn't know how. And then when they showed her over there rummaging through the crib, I was like, oh, no, nah, she's just trying to get out of there. Like, what the fuck is she looking Yeah, I, I literally didn't think it. And it wasn't until, I'm telling you, watch that scene again. She in the drawer, and then she stood up, and she, like, snapped like a light bulb went off. And I said, oh, shit, she about to get a gun. So I went back to that. I went from, yo, she might kill that nigga, and oh, she's just trying to get high, to no, she about to go get a gun. I didn't. I thought she was going to shoot at him and hit him in like a weird spot or maybe even graze him and hit the door because her aim wasn't great. But nope, she put three in that boy. And the last scene, so we see her walk outside. She goes off the porch. She throws the gun to the left. She ain't even try to hide it. 
just threw it on the ground. So somebody saw her. It ain't just that, yo, somebody heard three shots ring off. Somebody saw her walk outside and throw that Ooh. shit. No, no, no. You good? You good? Coach, I can't move my ankle. You can move your ankle. You ain't even trying. Hey, yo, shit. Oh, my God. Coach, somebody get the doctor over here. Get the doctor over here. Let's see. He... Uh, that's not the right clip. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. Because I still figure out a way to make that relevant. You tough, right? I'm out, Rico. You understand what I'm saying? Look at me. I've been shot in the head, baby. My body different. I'm breathing different. You understand what I'm saying? The doctor said I wasn't going to walk the same. You understand what I'm saying? I'm out. Yo, hey, man, pull your skirt down, B. Franklin, hey. his, his body different. Franklin breathing different. He, doctor said he never gonna walk the same. Jay. Let me ask a question, though. What's good? Do we know that Franklin makes it? So, Aunt gave us a bit of a tweet that I didn't put out there on the on the socials because I wanted to talk about it up here. We gonna get to what we thought before this tweet, but Jay sent this to me, and I thought it was interesting. Aunt sent a tweet that said. Rest in peace, nephew. Long live Franklin Saint. That's from the Twitter of Amin Joseph, who plays Uncle Jerome. Rest in peace, nephew. Long live Franklin Saint. Hashtag Snowfall FX. Franklin does not need to live for this show to continue. Because of where we've discussed. So we've been talking about it since we first did uh, the two-part review on seasons one and two. And we've talked about it a few times throughout this season. What was born of the crack era extended so far beyond Franklin, so far beyond Freeway Ricky Ross, so far beyond L.A., because Freeway did a couple stints. And yeah. his last stint was 20 years. Yeah. So, nigga, you was off the street. You missed so much of what happened. You did, so, you did like three or four, came out. Man. Did 20. Man. And then came out. Man. Like, no, it, it was a lot. Uh, and what, again, what, what crack bore was deeper than South Central L.A. Um, it was deeper than Compton. It was deeper than Franklin and Manboy and Leon. So, Franklin does not need to be alive for us to see what else happened after this movement. Because, again, we still not explored gangs. We've still not explored other we ain't, cities. We, ain't, we haven't explored Chicago. Detroit. Detroit Baltimore, D.C., St. New Louis, York. Atlanta. Like, fam. So, like, all of these that places. That D.C., New York. All of these places can have a snowfall. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to incorporate it, you have Unk make a trip out to such and such and, you know, play. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, like, merge characters and stuff. I don't know how what what it's going to be if it's all going to be West Coast based because, like. And I mean, hey, John Singleton's an L.A. kid. You know what I'm saying? So that idea of continuing this show in L.A. is very much so prevalent. And I, I, I wouldn't think it's off brand, but the possibility that this expands beyond just Franklin Saint is alive and well. And now that we know Franklin just caught three shots and may not be alive and well. You know, hey. you seen the, you seen the preview for next week, right? Yeah. 
which was really a preview of old past episodes. Yeah, and, and that's you can tell his mama was talking to him in the airy afterlife. So come back to us type shit. Somebody I'm not going to name on this podcast was sitting there trying to tell me, oh, no, them was new clip. I said, fam, there were a couple parts in there that was new. But I said that part with Franklin, they weren't they were intentionally not showing what happened. So those were flashback scenes of old episodes. And then they show Unc walking into the L.A. Wild Hunnids. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so credit me for being right person. Uh, anyway. Let's get into predictions. Um, and I kind of want to jump right into Unk walking in there and us talking about Unk potentially taking things over uh, and and going to talk to niggas. So I had a few thoughts. I said, Leon too scared to go over there. Leon don't want to go back because man boy also could have said, well, fuck that little nigga no more. Period. We fuck with the plug and that's it. So that nigga come back, kill his ass. He could have did that. Or Unk being the fucking hey i was the weed dealer top dog in the area in the neighborhood before my nephew got involved in any of this shit i'm the oldest one let me take this let me go holler at that nigga because unk knew scully too when they was talking about like damn who run inglewood he was like no nah, don't shit get through inglewood out scully scully whatever so who else gonna do it it ain't gonna be leon it ain't gonna be fat back. And Auntie ain't going she ain't they ain't letting Auntie go over there. Fam, they barely letting Auntie stand up, nigga. She pregnant and shit and they trying not to show it. Right. She they had her hiding behind pillows, Fam. bars. Auntie been cars. behind the bar this whole episode. They had a whole shootout. Auntie was behind the bar. And I said, Auntie, come come from around that damn bar. But uh so Unc could be doing that, but Unc also could be going to say, Hey nigga. We gotta hold up on this. Nep- nephew did. It could be a thing, nigga. That's all I'm saying. We not. I'm not making this same bold prediction I made with Mel, but I am saying it's possible. Don't think it ain't. Um, other predictions for next week for the finale. Uh, Frank, they could leave you on the cliffhanger. They could. They could. We might not know if Franklin dead or alive by the end of the episode. We might not know shit. Um. So I said this. What's going to happen to Mel now? She go to jail? You just walked me into it. And that's how she get clean? I said this on... Well, first of all, I said this at the beginning. I said Mel was going to get strung out or get killed, caught up in the war between her dad and Franklin. Obviously, she got strung out. I was right on that prediction. Her being killed is still a possibility. I also just wrote on the Facebook group, This Week in Culture, go follow us, join the group, participate in the conversations. I just wrote in there the other day, Mel has to die. Now, the way that I said... Franklin cleaned up Andre's death was kill Mel and then blame it on the girl that beat Mel up and her cousin who got caught up in the raid. That's what I said. But like now we don't need to clean up Andre's death, but Mel still got to die. If I'm about to call my auntie back to come fuck you up because you was just talking reckless on some shit you shouldn't be talking about. Bitch, you shot me three times. So (laughs) few people said it on the Facebook group and in, in my DMs. Auntie better not find out. Fam, Franklin better die before Auntie know that Mel shot that man. It's over. But that's the thing. He coming out of their crib. There's no way to, like, Mel shot him. There's no, even if she gets away, because she walks out the crib and apparently walks the fuck off and throws the gun and nobody says anything. But he coming out of there bleeding, or y'all find him in there bleeding, Mel shot that man. So Auntie got to beat Mel ass. Mel has to die. If Leon don't kill her, 
auntie got to kill her. If auntie don't kill her, man boy got to say, bitch, you fucked the plug up, nigga. Something, somebody got to get that mail. Now, man boy got an opportunity to 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 get that money and violence situation yeah. popping. Yeah, because um, when you're walking different, when you're yeah. breathing different. You can't be out here. And, and now you need somebody to act as an intermediate. Introduce me to your plug, man. Put me in front of... Oh, oh. Well, if anybody going to do the do the plug shit, it's going to be auntie because she already met with him when he went to jail mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a familiar face. Yeah. Uh, but it ain't about to be man boy for sure. Yeah. Um, Could be. Shit, you never know. It, it could be. We we clearly don't know what the fuck they got Like, when, when, when you win the game... Niggas get knocked. You got to go with your next best option. And one thing we told y'all uh, a long time ago on this podcast, they said this finale was filmed before the season was even done. They bended this finale. So whatever happens. And they was on Sway in the Morning saying, like, this finale made this show, this show better than better than uh, The Wire. That's yeah, what they said. Yeah. And they, again, we've been telling you all day because they've been talking this shit since last summer when they were filming. They said the finale was fucking insane. They said episode nine was fucking insane. So far, them niggas ain't been lying. Um, Because even going into episode eight, niggas told us shit was finna get fucking insane. So far, no lies have been told. So I think Mel dies. I don't think she dies next week. I think she dies season four. Something happened in this episode. But this episode, I think Unk dies. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing that out there. Unk dies this episode. Or Mel. Fuck it. I'm going to throw them both out there. Unk and Mel died this episode, nigga. Y'all heard it here from Ant. Nigga, I've been wrong. Where the fuck is Peaches? Fam, Peaches could have killed Andre. I'm still not off that. Franklin never needed to get his hands dirty. Peaches, we don't even see you, nigga. Go kill Andre. That's legit. Your whole job is kill motherfuckers on the low key. But whatever, man. So, somebody going to die. It'd be so easy to kill Andre. Fam. If it on some Peaches shit. Fam, Peaches could have killed Andre 10 different times, bro. And it wouldn't have been shit. When that nigga went to Louisiana to go get some chicken, Peaches could have took that nigga out. But uh, any other bold predictions, bro? A great fucking show, man. Great show. Great episode. Let us know what y'all think. Surprise episode for y'all, man. We right back. We told y'all we love this shit. We love what we do. We love this podcast. We love our listeners. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Show, uh, not show. Snowfall season three finale is next week. This was episode nine. It was an amazing episode. Great job by the cast, the writers, John Singleton, everybody. Um, I'm excited. So for the finale, what do you, what you want to do for the finale? Uh, do we watch that shit the night of and, and record? Do like a that live shit again? We could do, we, do that. Do we do we wait and do this shit like on a next day or a Sunday double and shit? What do you want to do? Definitely don't want to. We gonna get a finale as respect. We ain't gonna do no Sunday double. Um, low key. Next Thursday, I'm uh, I'm free about six. So if you wanna. Watch the shit Wednesday, kind of taking in, give ourselves a few times to yeah, yeah, to analyze yeah, yeah. it. That's a better. Action. And then Thursday, nigga, we get up here. So I right, next week, y'all will not be surprised at that Thursday drop. Uh, we come in, but yeah, we gonna get up here. We could still do the live shit though. Throw that on and just you know let niggas kind of interact with us throughout our recording. And uh, yeah, man, maybe um, I think we should get a guess. I don't know how many, I don't I don't know if niggas really watch the snowfall shit the way we watch the snowfall. I know one guest that may work. 
Hmm. We'll talk off air. Better up. Yeah, man. Next Thursday, we in here for the Snowfall finale recap. But this right here, nigga, this was that episode nine, Crypticana Fauna Light, nigga. And if y'all fucking with us, let us know. Go comment on all the socials this week in culture. Subscribe to the podcast on all your digital streaming platforms. I'm Ant. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 61. We out.